0: Old legends that talk of the place. It's a very special place. There is a crossroad here. Those who are chosen by the ancestors can communicate with death. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
1: And
0: I am here to
1: do the devil's work. It is episode 228. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we break the travel ban and head across the pond to live with lions and put our families at risk of horrible, brutal deaths. In. I drink the grains down in Africa. <laughs> you think African beer is good? Like, like legit, like, old school African beer? Uh, yeah. Yes. I think it'd probably be terrible. And I say that, that and I am racist No, 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 no I say that I say that <laughs> nice Because start. I feel like I,
2: <laughs> It's a real nice start Already off to the I fucking I feel
1: like I feel like anything Anything that is made Like naturally Like old school like, like, like Roman wine For example Would be probably Disgusting to drink
2: Wow, dude What did the Romans you know? do to you?
1: <laughs> hey,
2: Jesus said that uh, Speaking of you know Jesus what? You know what? I
1: give up What's going on, guys? I'm
2: Mike <laughs> I'm Jim and uh, in the third chair, we've got the the Crimson Messiah.
1: <laughs> I like that. That's a that's a good name. Thank
2: Ginger, Je- we'll just leave Ginger- it at that. Ginger Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself, man.
3: Hi, it's Vito. And I have long it's... hair. It's my pandemic cut. <laughs> he's he's not saving souls. He's taking them. Damn. Wait.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't have a soul. <laughs> Fuck, I messed that joke up. <laughs>
2: It's Vito Power, everyone. Thank you, everyone.
1: Thank you. Vito Power. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Wow.
2: What's up, how,
3: buddy? How
1: have you been? I I've don't been think I've talked to you. When was the last time you were on the show? Uh, I don't remember. Two, it's been a long time. Two years ago? <laughs>
3: yeah. I haven't it's even been, been in Michigan for over years. a year now. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, it was probably one of the last times you were in town for the holidays. So it yep. had to have been around around a Christmas episode probably two years ago. Yep. That's my, uh, my guess here. I probably should have looked that up. I'm a stupid host. Um, but, uh, but yeah,
3: Mike, yeah. what's up? Oh, uh, not, much, not too much. Just yeah, uh, yeah. You know, survive <laughs> 2020, hope to survive the sequel. It's,
1: you're not going to? Yeah, you oh. have no because, chance. Because as somebody pointed out, 2021, okay? Mm. And then next year is going to suck because it's 2022. Oh. So it's not going to be good until 2023. That's, that's the year of our Lord... It's Ginger like, Jesus it, and this is all coming around. It's like <laughs> nice.
2: play with numbers. <laughs> I get right? It. Very, you hang very out well with some there. really clever people.
1: It's number play, James. You don't ever do that in the bathroom?
2: Number play? I do. I do long <laughs> I do long division in the shower for some reason. I'm not joking either. Like I'll just I'll just stand in the shower and and think about long division for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking hate math.
3: What? What are you I, talking about? <laughs> I,
2: I do. I start. I, I I I sit in my shower. This is probably why my showers last you, way too long. And I and I just think about math, even though I hate math. I your also, wife is a lucky, lucky woman. Yeah, she's doing all right.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, no,
1: I I hear you. My 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 showers lately. I have been taking them until the hot water runs out almost every time. And I keep wondering why I have like hundred and seventy dollar water bills.
2: That's always been your deal, man. You've always taken showers that last like forty five minutes. Yeah,
1: it's a bad habit. Don't do that. That's my life lesson of the day. Don't do do that. Do you shower in in the
3: morning or at night, Eh, or both?
1: Whatever, whenever I strike my fancy, you know.
3: So do you have to get up like extra early just to take a long shower before work? No,
1: no, no. If there's an if there's a morning shower, it's when I wake up on a Saturday at two o'clock in the afternoon. That's a morning shower to me. We before if if I take it before I put pants on for the day, that's a morning shower. That's that's the way I look at it.
3: You know, that's just to rinse your face and body. Yeah, no, it's just a shower. A rinse <laughs> a horse bath. Thank you, thank you, James. You
1: understand. <laughs> but uh anyway, uh, how? Um, yeah, how do you guys How been? um? How um? Yeah. How, how um? How um?
2: Cool sentence, bro. What have you been I up know. to?
1: Uh. <laughs> What? I you, just you, sound, you sound exhausted, Mike. I am exhausted. Thank you. Yeah, this is, uh, to every other week I've been working like 16-hour days, and uh, I'm exhausted. So hopefully I won't micro-dose this time. Nobody, nobody noticed this. I don't think, uh, two weeks ago when we did the show. But we're, we're doing the show talking about the movies, and I was literally like micro-napping while James is talking to me about the movies. And every now and then you can hear me come back in and just be like, oh
3: yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm not oh, joking, I, I, I did I notice agree. that. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's when Absolutely, absolutely happened. You, sh- you need to watch that, because that's when the shitty version of Freddy Krueger gets you. <laughs> the shitty version? <laughs> yeah, the, fu- the stupid remake.
1: Oh, the Jackie Earl Haley <laughs> <Yeah>, version? Yeah, <laughs> the Jackie Earl Haley
2: version was killing kids when they were micro-napping. You gotta get yourself some no Do
1: You think that was because, back in the time, it was really popular to micro-dose? I'm, like, LSD. I think so micro... Trying to be hip th- for the
2: kids. I think... I don't think that was back in time. I think microdosing is more of a cool thing now.
1: Oh, is it? I think so. Okay, so now we need to make a slasher movie about people who do microdosing <laughs> or, on LSD. Or,
2: or maybe it's just because I'm old enough that I know what drugs are now, so I know more people who actually <laughs> get involved in microdosing and stuff like that. Dude, do you drink drugs? Do I drink... I... Dude, I, I do alcohol... I smoke. Dr- I smoke drugs. <laughs> That's it's so cool. Uh, I do it yep. all, man. I'm about so to drink what an ha- alcohol right now. What? what? have you been up to, James? Me? Oh, hey! I almost ended up with my <laughs> my house, like John's house, today. <laughs> um, oh, really? Yeah. So Aaron and I are going away for for the week for my birthday. And uh, I'm sprucing up the house, you know, just to make sure that Grandma Molly's got a, a nice place to stay in for the week. <clears throat> and I've got a leaky faucet up in my my uh, upstairs bathroom on the hot water side. So I went to fix it today, and I turned off all the water under the sink, hot and cold. And then I so I took off the I took off the 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 hot side, and I went to take off the cold side. And apparently the valve underneath on the cold side doesn't shut off all the way. <laughs> so I go to take I wanted to just compare and contrast to see like what I might be you know, like what might be happening just like why it's leaking. And I open I open the uh, I go to take the, the the disc out of the the cold side and a fucking geyser just shoots up, <laughs> hits the ceiling and it's this like disgusting gray water. so I've got gray stains on my ceiling. Oh no! Luckily, that was just sort of the backed up pressure. It didn't continue to shoot. But I'm, I'm like, ah, I turned the water off. What the fuck? So I get underneath the sink and I'm like, I'm like, I've got a towel wrapped around the the handle and I've got a wrench wrapped around on the towel, trying to crank this thing shut. And then I'm like, I got to stop that because it's gonna break and then it's gonna spray everywhere. Luckily, my vanity sort of angles inward, so. For the next five minutes, while the water was gushing out of the top of the, the sink, it was all like sort of angled back into the sink. It was a big, it was a big mess. Did I thought also, for sure I was gonna end up with a flooded house, but
1: did you also have your, uh, your drain disconnected so the water was just going
3: all underneath the sink? No, that was. Yeah, no, I was that, gonna that say was, this is a. This sounds familiar.
2: <laughs> I've been having a lot. I in the past month and a half, I've had terrible luck with plumbing issues.
3: Call a plumber, James. No, <laughs> I can do it James.
2: myself.
1: Pepto Bismol, clean Pep- your plumbing right up. Oh come on,
2: I don't need a plumber <laughs> for these simple. Like fixing a sink is a simple thing if your fucking valve underneath the sink works properly. You know what I mean. So I ended up. Clearly,
1: it's not a simple Touche.
3: thing because well, you
2: fucked up on it twice now. <laughs> that was not my fault. That was a fu- that was a, that was an equipment failure. That was not my fault. So I turned off the main and I fixed it and everything's fine now. So fuck on All right, fine. But uh, that makes sense. yeah, that was that was my excitement for today. And you know what? You know what the real kick in the teeth is? Not ten minutes before that, I was sweeping the floor in the in the uh, bathroom. And from underneath the cabinet, I swept a penny, and I was like, oh, shit, it's my lucky day. Because <laughs> whenever I see a penny, you know, you find a penny, pick it up, all the day you have good luck. Fucking yeah, but if ten, you drop that penny to begin with. Ten minutes later, my my house is flooding. It's see, just it's, my luck.
1: It's because it's, it's your own penny. You already lost that penny, so it's bad luck. That's what it is. Is that how that works? I think so. I just made that up. That might be how it works. <sighs> well, I guess Very I'm not possible. picking up pennies in my own house anymore. <laughs> So, what yeah. about you, Vito? How's life? How's life been? Uh it's been fine. You already asked me
3: that, though. But I know. Did you do anything <laughs> fun though? Come on, this is this not doing part of the show. but It's. <sighs> I'm just in, in Santa the Barbara, COVID, which dummy. is sounds a lot nicer. I'm just in my apartment. That's it. I don't go out hardly Lonely. at all. Your wife leaves you. She leaves. She me. goes out and hangs out with people. She goes out and hangs out with people, but I don't.
2: <laughs> She's socializing. She's. I don't because I'm.
3: I'm listening to this podcast most nights by myself.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I actually feel really bad for you now.
3: But we've, don't we've but contributed
1: don't, to your. Uh. But don't
2: stop though, because if you stop, then we lose half of our listenership. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: It's very true.
2: Um, yeah, I'm Mike, sure you guys have. Mike, get let, your get your hand off your face. Sorry. Yeah, because that's is it, is that's it? you're 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 posturing like you're about to take a, a micro nap, and I'm like, oh like, no
1: no, I'm actually wide awake right now.
2: Okay, I bet. But um, so what what's up with you, bud?
1: Not uh, I'm see now, now I'm gonna do it all the time now because I feel like don't I feel like I need to do it
2: now. Well, it's your funeral. I mean, if you start sleeping on the show, me and me and Vito are <laughs> gonna, gonna take die.
1: Over. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I uh, you you. Nothing really exciting happened, other than the fact that I became like a stepdad to two little kittens. So that's fun. Yeah. You know, just cat dadding it up. Never thought that at uh, 35 years old I would be. I was having kitty fever. Never thought that was a thing that was in my life. That's not yeah. a.
2: because that's not a real thing.
3: <laughs> Is that like COVID? <laughs> it's like or
2: COVID. Like, kind of similar symptoms. It's like COVID, but, but worse, because it doesn't go away after a week.
1: Yeah. No, so so my my girlfriend was showing me this. Uh, she sent me pictures of cats that she was looking at, because she had wanted to get a cat when she moved into her new place and whatnot, and she started looking, and she was sending me all these pictures, so I was just like, oh, my God, all of these kittens are so friggin' cute. <laughs> like, I want them all. And so I had kitty fever for a while. That's all. You know, it's a normal thing. What it's, a, it's a dude bro thing. Don't worry about it. What are their names? Uh... <laughs> 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 Their names are Amelia yeah. and Frankie, and we're leaving it at that. Okay, <laughs> but they're adorable. Other than that, though, absolutely nothing is new in my life. I work too much. I probably drink too much. You know, it's life. Life in COVID times.
2: You look like you've been eating too much.
1: <laughs> I'm down, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you talking about
2: You fat ass. Jesus. <laughs> just, just some good natured ribbing, Mike. Vito's here. I gotta show off. That's
3: right. I have been looking forward to this. That's how boring my life has been.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I, I really am sorry. That's uh, that's sad.
2: What's sad <laughs> that he's looking forward to hanging out with us? Yeah. Well, or at
1: least looking forward to the show.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of other sad things, uh, why don't we get into some corrections from last
1: week? Oh, thank you, James.
0: <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid.
1: All right, guys, we did get some stuff wrong last week. Uh James, when we were reading the back of the beer can, uh we didn't we thought there was maybe some quotes in there from something else, right? Oh yeah, I looked this Turns up out too. One of them was the No, the, not uh, one of them, all of them. Okay, so the only one that I, I could find, because I couldn't find the exact thing, but the one that I could find was Gotta Go, the Christmas tree is on fire. Yeah. Is from a movie called Better Off Dead Better off Uh dead. with John Cusack.
2: Yeah.
1: I'd never I, actually seen Better Off Dead, so I didn't know that. But that's a line from that. But you said that you found the rest of them?
2: Um,
3: <laughs> I just watched that movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, did you? Is yeah, it good? It also, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: Also, the a giant teddy bear bigger than you is from Better Off Dead.
1: Okay, so um, is, is all of it from that then?
2: No. And then ev- like every everybody wants some. Specifically the way they spelled it. Everybody wants some with two exclamation points is an 80s throwback nostalgia film from 2016.
3: It's a Richard Linklater movie, I think.
2: Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a Linklater oh. movie.
3: But I'm wondering if that, the reason he called that is because that's from something.
2: The reason he called co- Oh, yeah.
3: I don't know, though. I have no idea.
2: Being that it's an 80s throwback movie?
3: The title could yeah. be connected to something else. Yeah, you know? yeah. That makes sense. It's supposed to be... I guess it's
2: supposed to be sort of a... Because he had that... What was the movie that he took like a decade to film? Uh, boyhood? Boyhood. Boyhood, yeah. So yeah. Um, Everybody Wants Some was like the... Uh, I guess like spiritual sequel to Boyhood. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is kind of interesting. So
1: did it Did it take 20 years to make this time? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Everybody's dead. The whole cast is dead already.
1: <laughs> what, a, what a boring movie. <laughs> um, also, the first-person view of walking through a cemetery <laughs> for
2: twenty years. Um, also, Jeepers, the place that you used to work at. The the tagline was "food, fun, and a monkey."
1: And a monkey. Yep. <laughs> I knew. I realized I didn't write it down in my corrections for some reason, but I did realize that when I was listening. To it. I had
3: I had that one at the ready just in case. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> yeah actually,
1: Mike worked there with me. I know. Oh, you did. You called I, it "food I can, pizza I can, I can, and a barrel of yeah. monkeys." <laughs> It's been a it's been a while, okay. But <laughs> yeah, Mike, I, f- I actually completely forgot that Mike worked there with me. So,
2: Mike, was... you didn't get to uh, don the the gorilla costume. No,
3: no, I did what? not. What did you I do? I it? didn't remember you doing it. But oh yeah, uh, yeah. Once there you said two, that, I was like,
1: okay. There was two different characters I did there. But
3: and you know what happened? A, one there. was a
1: boy character. One was a female character. So I, you could technically say oh. I got inside of a chick at Jeepers.
3: <laughs> I think there was a rumor that it, there was an actual Oh god. <laughs> I think there's a rumor there was an actual monkey. There like, was.
1: Yeah, no, I remember hearing that, too. Yeah, one of the original locations, they actually had, like, a monkey. It wasn't at our place, but I did remember hearing them uh, saying something about that back in the day. What but I did,
3: I did run the roller coaster, and that's when the big blackout happened, mm, and all the kids yep. were at the very top and screaming at me, <laughs> and there was nothing I could do for them.
1: God, the blackout. The how, greatest uh, week of my
2: life. <laughs> how, how tall was the roller coaster?
3: I mean, it, it, uh, probably, it probably
1: thirteen or fourteen foot. I'd Yeah, say. I was
3: gonna say twelve feet,
1: something like that. Yeah.
3: So for a little kid, it was scary because it's oh. pitch black and they're stuck in the air.
1: I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if this was true or not, but I remember hearing stories about jeepers that there was a location where somebody was on the roller coaster and they stood up while the roller coaster was going on, and they got like decapitated. That's, that's
2: That sounds like, like an urban that's legend. That's one of those urban legends, though, that I've heard about so many okay, different places. Okay. I just remember hearing
1: have heard it back when I worked there. But, because but they did that. shut
3: down a Michigan location because everything was falling apart, and they didn't fix anything. Oh, yeah.
1: There, that place was worse than most carnivals you go to, yeah. honestly. It was I got a big so carnival rinky dink.
3: vibe from that place.
2: The place that they replaced it with uh, is not that great either because we went there for a birthday party a couple years ago. What's there it's, now? It's the it's still a uh, like a f- arcade and playground type place, but they've just got a bunch of shitty like inflatables and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, I guess one of them is pretty cool, but I don't know. It's just sort of dingy and like only half the lights were on, so it was really dark in there, and it just <laughs> you know it was, it's just not a great looking place.
1: Can we can we start an adult version of it and call it Jeepers Creepers, Food, Drugs, and a Monkey? or booze, booze, drugs, and a monkey. There we go. We cannot call
2: anything Jeepers <laughs> Creepers because then, what is our is our mascot? Modeled
3: after a children's <laughs> playground place? No. Modeled after Fine. a children's
2: playground slide pra- down place. Slide the Selva slide. Yeah. <laughs> <was> oh, God. <laughs> I was oh, going to say, God. we have to have Victor Selva as the fucking mascot. He's Disgusting. the monkey.
1: <laughs> oh, God. And then we, call, we call it booze, drugs, and your monkey. That's, that's what we call it. <laughs> Oh, Oh, it's a perfect thing. Um, The other correction that I have here is actually uh, courteous of uh, Josh, because Josh always has to point us out. Courtesy. Um, Courtesy, what did I say? You
2: said courteous. (laughs) courteous It was courteous of him to give us a correction.
1: Very courteous of him. And this correction Um, is courtesy, of Josh. But this is a dumb correction, because I'm an idiot. The movie where Sharon Stone flashes her... Yeah, or Sharon Stone flashes or hoo ha is basic instinct, not Fatal Attraction. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but
2: yeah, yeah. honest, honestly, like um, I don't know that I've ever seen either of those movies all the way through.
3: Basic instinct is good, Mike. Actually, Fatal Attraction is fantastic, and I've never seen that. And there is a parody movie called Fatal Instinct, so. (laughs) You may well, have that's, seen that. That's what I, that's
2: what I was going to say. Those two movies in my mind have always been interchangeable because I don't know much about them. You know what I mean?
1: I will never look at Basic Instinct the same way again after watching that Netflix docuseries called Don't Fuck with the Cats. I well, will I never I watch seen it. I yet. I will never watch it the same. What did you it have, have to do to with watch Basic Instinct? I can't tell you. Oh. Just... You have to watch it. It's so fucking good.
2: Yeah, Erin Erin watched that uh Don't Fuck with Cats like early on during COVID like when she was possibly exposed so she had to quarantine from us from the mm-hmm. rest of the family for a couple weeks and um she always told me she's like, "Man, that 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 documentary was so fucked up. You got to watch it." And I yeah, never really watched it yet. I know the whole story behind it because I was fascinated she by it. She says the,
1: it's fucked up, and I go, it's really good.
2: <laughs> well, she, no, she liked it. She loves true crime and stuff like that. So she, I don't think there's a girl alive who doesn't like true crime. Is that accurate? Um, that's accurate. As I, far yes. as I know. I think that's it. I don't know a single girl who doesn't like true crime.
1: I'll, I'll do you one better. There's not a single girl that doesn't like both true crime and pumpkin spice lattes. Like, I feel like your basic girls love good serial killer. They're, they're the ones that are fawning over you know Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff. That's what I think.
2: I mean, Dahmer was a babe, you know? Well,
1: I mean, Zach Efron. Duh. <laughs> Duh.
3: That's Bundy. Was <laughs> oh, it, was yeah. It, was, did he play oh, he played Bundy? Oh, he yeah, played, that was Dumber. Bundy. Okay, fine. Bundy no, and Bu- Dahmer. Dahmer was ugly.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Bundy was, okay, yeah. Did you watch that documentary? Bundy was the hottie.
3: Yeah, did uh, you watch the no, documentary I, about Bundy? I did not. I was going to and then it I was forgot good. it existed.
2: It was really good. I can't remember what it was called. Was it just this called was the all Bundy? like
3: pre Tiger King, and then Tiger King happened, and I forgot all other little series existed.
2: Tiger King um, actually ties t- ties pretty well into our into uh, our show tonight.
1: I was literally just going to of speaking of Speak- did anybody else get Tiger King vibes like crazy watching... <laughs> Oh, yeah. One yeah. of these movies tonight? Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, it, like, in the same way that you watched Tiger King and went, man, this is fascinating, but these people are fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know? <laughs> like, that's that's the exact vibe I got while watching one of the movies tonight. Uh, speaking of which, why don't we get into what we are talking about and drinking yes, this sir. evening. Um, so, tonight we are talking about the movie, uh, the one that we were just referring to is called Roar uh roar. roar it's very f- it's roar. it's very famous for for being basically the most dangerous film ever made um the,
1: the the single the single most fucked up movie i've ever seen in terms of filmmaking ever so ever Ill, so ill advised <laughs> and just like <laughs> like and dare I, I say dare i say illegal in some in some ways which oh, we'll yeah. get to
2: yeah for sure <laughs> Uh, yeah, my jaw was on the floor the entire yeah. time I watched this movie. It, it, it's yeah. it, it's well, we'll get into it. We'll get into That's it. It's funny, and so was
1: Melanie. <laughs> so was Melanie Griffith. But uh, the funny part is that her body was not on the floor. Yeah, hers, just her jaw.
2: <laughs> hers was detached from the rest of her body. <laughs> um, so uh, then we also watched a movie called um, the, the Soul, Soul Collector, Collector, which was kind of a random find for us, and it turned out it to was. be a pretty pleasant surprise. Um, so to go with this, uh, i I do have to apologize to these two butt hurt losers that um, we didn't watch the Ghost in the Darkness for this week's episode <laughs> be- because I was kind of like, uh, we should watch at least one horror movie, even though Mike made a very good point to me uh, that the Ghost in the Darkness is it's horror in the same way that jaws is horror yeah Right isn't that what you said? I, the, the point like that it's... I made
1: to you was actually the point that you made to me in like episode seven or something like that, whatever our first animal tax movie was yeah you 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 we had a conversation about this, and you talked about it then, so when you were trying to tell me we need to watch two horror movies, I'm like you already told me that it was considered a horror movie. what movie
2: was I talking about? Ghost in the darkness, oh specifically, oh really <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, but I, I wasn't talking about it because I had watched it.
1: No, no, but we were talking cuz I had bought, I think I watched it cuz back in, uh, back then we had watched we would watch different movies. So was movies I the one that or originally
2: said it's the same it's it's a horror movie in the same way Jaws is a horror movie? I don't
1: know who f- actually said it, but we talked about it back and forth though about how it's the same kind of movie. It's like what Jaws was with sharks, Ghost in the Darkness is just with lions. It's on land. It's Jaws on land. It's the same fucking movie. Have you Move. seen it, James?
2: Ghost in the, yeah, yeah. Years oh, okay. ago, though. Years okay. ago, I, I I remember seeing it on like Showtime or or the Movie Channel or something like that. And and um, and
1: I would be remiss if I didn't point out that when I brought it to James's attention that I brought that up to him. He goes, "Oh yeah, I probably wasn't listening to you." I very
2: I very <laughs> I very rarely do. Mike doesn't have very many good things to say, so I just kind of tune him out. Um, Maybe
1: that's what you think because you don't listen to me.
2: And the world may never know. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so, apologies to you to you guys for uh, not watching the Ghost in the Darkness for this week because it would have really gone well with the beer that we're drinking, which is called Fear <laughs> Movie Lions, a double IPA from Stone Brewery. Uh, and it's it's worth noting that the label on this can is entirely upside down. And with that, I will say. We've actually made thousands—oh, wait, we we made a huge mistake. We've actually made thousands of them, and each and every one improved the beer you're about to enjoy. You see, every stone is the result of trial and error, and error and error until all that's left is the best damn beer we can brew. We sweat the small stuff, constantly pushing all of the boundaries of independent craft beer, so no, our upside-down labels are not a mistake— They're the visual manifestation of our most deeply held belief because in the pursuit of craft beer perfection, we leave no stone unturned. Ah, I'm really bummed out that I fucked up the word stone on that last part. (laughs) (laughs) Live with it. (laughs) Hey, it was a mistake,
1: right? It's true. Chug your beer, James. Chug it. Chug it. Mm. There you go. Put it down. Put it down. Okay. Oh, and these are...
2: Well, these they're tall boys, too. It's not a silo.
1: No, not it's a silo, but tall boys. You're tall right. boy. eight. Oh, these uh, are 8. also 85 8.5 percenter. Chug, chug it. Chug it. <laughs> chug it. Chug. Chug. You guys want to shotgun uh,
3: your movie lines?
1: Shotgun an opera?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. It smells delicious. It's very uh, Want to
3: shotgun this unfiltered double IPA, guys?
1: Yeah. This is very, it's very tropical. Hey. Hey, what are you
3: doing? What are you doing? I don't have tro- one.
2: Bro, are you drinking already? Stop He's it. drinking already. Stop what is he it. doing? You can't drink You're it yet. You're fired. Yeah.
3: Hey, I told you to run by me. Anything I need to know. <laughs> it's been a while. You've
2: been on this show before. You know well, that you don't to drink it. the beer until everybody to it every drinks week. the beer? <laughs> there you go. Throw it
1: up. I want you to throw up yeah. everything that you just drank. Baby baby, baby bird that uh, beer can. Uh, James, <laughs> smell it for a second, though. Isn't it like super tropical? That's what she said. Right. Right. Just just smell it first. Just <laughs> just, just, just smell it first. Just babe. take
2: a moment to really take in the essence. It's like super tropical, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, been, yeah, yeah. I've been mean, eating a lot of pineapple. <laughs> yeah,
2: if you mean like when you're standing in a bay and it smells like dead fish.
1: <laughs> hey, man. Extra slime. I got I got
2: <laughs> You're so bad at jokes. The, and that's the joke.
1: <laughs> All right, let's just drink this.
2: Cheers. Oh, uh, quick, do a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, cheers, boys.
3: Oh wow, that first sip is really good. Ah.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Vito. That is that is a really good beer. That's fucking that's, delicious. That is
3: two two weeks in a
1: row that the dippers have <sighs> been boss. Boss dippers, bro. Boss dippers. <laughs>
0: Boss
2: dippers, bro. Yes, boss dippers, bro. We're going to drink so many ill dippers this week. It's going to be boss. Oh, man. Can we start uh, making? We need to start making t shirts and stickers and shit with all know, of our right? dumb sayings. There was that I agree. One, there was that one, and God, I hope one of us wrote it down because it was. I wanted to make a sticker out of it so bad it was like. What was it? It's like something and something, but with friendship and beer.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know. let to go back and listen to the show? Oh my gosh! I remember which one it was. Though. It's
2: so long ago. I think I actually wrote it down <laughs> somewhere.
1: I hope you did. I'll we, make need it.
2: To, we need to start. We need to start making stickers. I get. I get. Sticker. I think
3: that should be on a, on a sticker. We need to start making stickers.
2: <laughs> I and I get a podcast. I get uh, deals from Sticker Mule all the time. Because they, they run they run they run really good specials. So hey if you're
1: listening to this out there in Radioland, if you want us to make stickers, let us know. Mm. We'll make stickers for you. Yeah, totally.
2: Or we might just do it even if you don't want us to. Huh. All right, James, take us out of here. All right. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed.
1: Guys, what's going? on? Hey, man. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to your news. I will be your host for the evening. Let's start with a death, oh. shall we?
2: <laughs> Very professional.
1: Right, I'm trying, trying something new
3: here. <laughs> All right, uh, this can, can piece. I, uh, this... Can I
2: can I just critique it real quick?
3: <laughs> yes. I'm yeah. Not, what do you got?
2: I'm not super into this new direction. <laughs> no.
3: No. No. And
1: now
2: what to Daryl
3: with the deaths. <laughs> 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 what would make it better? Uh,
2: just, uh, if you weren't on the show Give der-
1: creative direction here.
2: <laughs> if you just got up and walked out that door behind you. Alright, well. And left us. That's that's, that's, that's <laughs> right. respect right there. Right, that's we're respect.
0: Gonna,
2: we're going to start with a death. Uh, the death of Sally, Michael let me, on the show.
3: Let me just find out who died. I'll look it up real quick. Who died?
2: (laughs) Who died? You're going
1: to Google just who died? I went out into the hallway and one of my neighbors was standing outside and he just watched me walk out. And nothing but my 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 sleeping you know uh, joggers that I have on, and he just like looked at me. We made eye contact, and I turned around and walked right back in. They those? found
3: the remains of a Kansas priest who died in the Korean War. <laughs> what
1: the fuck are we talking about? Oh, I was
2: when you when you left the death when you left, Vito just Googled who died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who died? Uh, rest in peace this week to actress Joan Weldon. Uh, Joan Weldon uh, was in probably the best giant ant movie ever made. And she was she was the lead of them. Mike, you've seen this
3: movie? I've actually not seen them. Yet. Oh,
1: I thought you have. See, I've I've actually not either. I got to catch up on my uh, my my classic the era sci fi movies. Your classic yeah,
3: giant mean, ant movies.
1: I know there's so many. That's ones. a major one
3: that I've not seen, yeah.
1: Yeah, well there's there's two major ones, guys. It's them and Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Your giant ant movies.
2: But actually, <laughs> Honey I Shrunk the Kids is not a giant ant movie.
1: No, it was a giant ant in the movie. Come on, James, catch up here. No, it's a regular aunt sized
2: ant. Just the children are smaller.
0: Oh, it's actually Because really he, he, sh- <laughs> he
2: shrinks the kids, Mike. In the in the, what's, what's the movie. He he shrinks the kids. And the ant is just a regular? The ant is just a regular sized ant. Okay. Mike.
1: Thanks. Thanks, James.
3: Because
2: he, sh- <laughs> he shrinks the kids.
3: Does he shrink the honey as well? Is that what that means? <laughs> for fuck's sake. So like tiny um, honey for the bees. Uh, so, she, so Joan Weldon, I'm, I'm
1: moving on here. Joan Weldon passed away at the age of 90 years old, so uh, that gives her all of the permission in the world to pass away. You did. You did it. You got there. You're good. You, um, you
0: now have my permission <laughs> to die.
1: <laughs> you, why do you gotta make it sound so, so bad? I'm you, just saying, when you when you you, you just, hit you just 90s, dropped a
2: you just dropped a bane line on her without <laughs> even knowing
1: it. It's true I did. No, I feel like when you hit ninety though, it's like you can go anytime, right? You've 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 done what you yeah. need to do.
3: Wait, how old's your grandpa? 92? Oh, he has my permission to die. <laughs> <laughs> He
1: does. (laughs) Anytime
2: you want, Grabs, you have my permission.
3: I mean, come on. Betty White.
1: She she has my permission. She's done enough. Permission to die, please, sir?
2: (laughs) Mike's just got a line of old people standing outside his door. Sir? (laughs) May I have your permission to die? you're like the grim reaper in a fucking lounge kilt.
1: <laughs> Dude, what an awesome grim reaper. Oh, uh, what do I use for my scythe? <laughs>
2: probably a dildo behind you.
1: <laughs> it's in my room. <laughs> the, the, the big black one that you made out of uh, you made out of duct tape for me. Still was, rocking. It. <laughs> that was expertly
2: crafted, by the way.
1: I should probably never say I'm still rocking a dildo. <laughs>
0: I think I got the spit take out of James. I think I got it.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was close.
2: <laughs> Just rocking the...
3: <laughs> so, so anyway, rest in peace. You know, okay, so
1: that being said, rest in peace, Joan <laughs> Weldon. Uh...
0: <laughs> so disrespectful. Oh,
2: my God.
3: <laughs> You're the worst. I blame you.
1: We are
2: collectively
0: the
1: worst. You.
3: <laughs> We're all going to watch them soon just to...
1: We should. We, to to honor her after things. this, we have to. <laughs> it's not very often I bring James to tears. <laughs> he's, he's losing his mind right now. Okay, let's move on to some uh, some fun news here. Um, okay. Last week, we talked about Paramount Plus getting into the uh, streaming game, because, hey, we need another premium streaming thing, right? Yeah. Uh, well, guess what? The Stars network is now entering the, uh, is now entering the streaming service <laughs> game with their own service. And uh, Lionsgate, uh, who is owned by Stars, all of the Lionsgate movies now are going to be going to Stars' streaming service uh, exclusively um Mm. literally i i i say this every time we bring this up you're going to eventually be able to bundle these things together with some over overarching you know umbrella corporation and it's just going to be cable again all these streaming services started to get away from cable and then it's gonna happen i'm telling you
3: what happened with the dc one did that just fail
1: yeah 100 percent. oh did it really yeah yeah i don't even think that's around anymore um, because uh, all because Justice League is going to HBO Max and all that stuff. So I I'm think wondering it's
2: just if I'm wondering if Netflix is actually going to become obsolete. Because
1: no, I doubt it. Well, no, they're, Netflix, all, they're all of these, it. Ne- Netflix well, is the of the game, dude. I
2: know they're killing it, but like, if if companies still if if companies keep um pulling their content off of Netflix because they want to create their own
1: streaming service, dude. When was the last time you went to Netflix to specifically watch? A regular movie, and didn't go there to watch a Netflix exclusive. Netflix's original content is better than everybody else's. Yeah, that's hands true. down. <clears throat> it's that's so true. good.
2: Yeah. Well, and that, that's what I was gonna say. As long as they keep up with their original content, then yeah, yeah. they'll. But like and I a... you know, like NBC, NBC, Lionsgate, uh, Disney, everybody's pulling all of their content off of Netflix so that they can put it on their own streaming service. So, yeah, you're well, right, though. You like, t- if they continue if they continue making their own, like, amazing original content, then yeah. they'll be fine.
1: Which I have <clears> some <throat> more news about them uh, coming up here. But the thing, the thing is, is all of the stuff that's going to these other streaming sites are, like, the new movies. I'm sure the old back catalogs are as well, but they're making more of a big deal about all of their new first-run movies. Right, right. Going, going directly to them. The Lionsgate
3: um, has all the Vestron, doesn't it? What's it? Lionsgate has all the Vestron?
1: They do, I believe. So that's actually kind of that's exciting cool. if they decide to do something with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, upcoming genre films will fall under the new umbrella Is like Eli Roth's uh, Borderlands, the John Wick movies, the relaunch of uh, Saw, Spiral from the Book of Saw, is being released by Lionsgate in May. Nice. So there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff coming there. So if, uh, if that's your cup of tea and you're not comfortable going back to the theaters, that's where you can get your Lionsgate fix from. So uh, yeah. Dope. Speaking of... Uh, Getting your fix, James. Yeah, and 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 Young Michael. Um, (laughs) What? James calls me Young Michael all the time. I just wanted to see what it felt like.
2: (laughs) Feels pretty good, doesn't it? It does. does. It's like several
1: months older than me. (laughs) That doesn't matter. Go on. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night is a movie that I you know like to get my fix on around the holiday season. And uh, if you've seen all of those movies way too many times, you're in luck, because it seems like there's a new Silent Night, Deadly Night movie in the works. Really? Uh, which is pretty interesting. Yep. Looks like the uh, the rights have been uh, passed around a little bit, and the new ones come in courtesy of Orwo Studios and Black Hanger <laughs> Studios. Uh, no, I, there's nothing on the creative of it and what it's going to be, but for fans of the series, there's going to be a new Silent Night, Deadly Night movie. And Sil- not just Silent Night like the last one was, which silentist, I enjoyed.
2: Silentest Night, Deadliest Night.
1: Wouldn't it be Silentest Night and then just Deadly Night? Why? Garbage Day! No, you know <laughs> what, never mind. <laughs> Garbage Day! Let's see here. Um, speaking of, before we were talking about release dates with Gate, A Quiet Place Part 2 has had quite the bumpy road in terms of release dates. It's moved again. So we had... uh, Not not we, but we reported, because somebody else broke the news. We don't do exclusives. (laughs) Um, It was recently set for release on September 17th. right? That was the last that we had heard. Well, it got moved again. However, this time, it's for the best. Because it actually got bumped forward to uh, Memorial Day weekend. So May 28th is coming out now, instead of September. Um, Which is good, because either either they want it to go to their streaming service faster to get that revenue or they're anticipating you know the summer blockbusters actually driving people back to the theaters this year so uh, either or you know it's it sounds like it's going to be a good move for the studios but uh, hopefully it's the latter cuz i don't want theaters to become a thing of the past and they need all the blockbusters that they can get right now to keep the doors open yeah so you know, with well, all these streaming services it, getting first dibs on these first run movies, it's it's really taking the wind out of the sails of the theater game.
2: Wouldn't it be weird though if, uh, I, and I think we've talked about this before, wouldn't it be weird though if like the indoor theater became sort of a thing of the past, like kind of a relic, and then there was a huge resurgence in in drive-ins? That'd be kind of cool.
1: Oh, it's kind of what is happening right now.
2: Yeah, and that's why I said we've talked about it. I mean, like, we're not to the point where there's a resurgence in, in drive-ins to where they're probably going to start building new ones or anything like that. But Well, they've they I guess they've been doing, new they've been doing new like, one. pop-ups and stuff like that. Yeah, I see, there's a new
1: one in Detroit that, yeah. ju- that hasn't even opened yet. It's in oh, the process cool. of being built. Oh, they yeah.
2: actually built a new, a new
1: drive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow.
3: That'd be awesome because I went to – there's only one near me, and it's an old one, so the screen's kind of small, and I didn't realize that like you needed to get there super early to get the best parking spot. But I'm like watching Jurassic Park, and I'm, like <laughs> I can't really see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, is did, not as cool as I did, thought. Did you ever go
1: to Ford Wyoming when you lived here?
3: No, I don't think so.
1: Oh man, that that's the one you got to go to. It's super old school. Like, the screens are literally like sheets of metal. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like cor- corrugated awesome. steel painted. Yeah, white. it's but it's, they look, uh,
2: it's they look good though. They look They're good. Huge. They sound.
1: They sound good when you're like us and you bring a boombox and use that instead of your car stereo. That was a game changer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that it's uh, yeah, we, we got we got the driving game down. <clears throat> so once it warms I up need a little t- bit, I need we gotta take go back. some tips, tips yeah, and tricks you would take just a tip. All right, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> moving on here. Uh, Shutter. Uh, we love Shutter. Right. Uh, Four and nine a month. Just get it. Get
2: it, just just, just still, get it. Still waiting on that sponsorship. Still
1: not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, Shutter is turning April into their halfway to Halloween month, uh, and there's a whole bunch of stuff coming, which is really really awesome. Uh, first off, uh, Train to Basan presents Penis- Peninsula Peninsula yeah.
2: Peninsula 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 um, That's oh going to be
1: premiering God. April 1st, which I'm calling it right now. Maybe it's not, and that's just an April Fool's Day joke, but we'll see. Um... That's gonna be on there. Yep. Okay. Lost my train of thought here. Uh, heard, heard also, Creep Show, Creep Show season two is premiering April first. Which mm-hmm. is very exciting. Um, let's see here. There's a new episode on that every Thursday. Uh, what else here? The last Drive In with Joe Bob Briggs, eight, uh, eighteen. That I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> April sixteenth. <16th>, that <laughs> is premiering. That's new episodes every Friday. So that's the third season I believe now of that. Uh, you're also getting. This is what I'm most excited for. The whole purpose of this was for this. Uh, Shudder is going to be airing the 2021 Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. We are finally getting an on air horror awards show again. Really? And I'm very excited about if, As long as it's what I think it is, and it, it seems like it is, Uh, yeah. And I'm very excited like, about that. That's awesome. Again,
3: did they do that before? So they had back in the day MTV, the, scream
1: awards. the Scream Awards. Yeah, and the, Sc- All oh, the Scream Awards.
2: Was, was it, it MTV, MTV that did it? Was it MTV? I don't Uh, remember. Or no, was it?
1: uh, uh, Sci-fi? Spike? Spike? Oh, Spike! I think it was Spike. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. I think the last year that they did it was the year that Zombieland came out because Bill Murray accepted the Zombieland award in full Ghostbusters gear. So it's at like two thousand nine or something. Two thousand ten. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm most excited about. This whole news thing was literally for that, though, because I'm so excited to have an all-horror awards show. Yeah, that's that great. one I will watch. Fuck the Golden Globes. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah. Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, baby. Yeah. 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 Let's see here. Uh, In Search of Darkness Part 2, that uh, crazy five-hour-long documentary, part two of it now is coming out. That's going to be pretty awesome on April 26th. And, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff, too. You can go on there and you know, figured it out it's on uh bloody disgusting is where I'm reading this. So if you're, if you want to know what all is coming to shutter in the month of April, you can go there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mike, I mentioned to you that I needed to come or we all needed to come out to <laughs> <laughs> please finish that sentence. <laughs> Period. Oh, five, year,
2: five year olds.
1: <laughs> um, I mentioned to you that we all needed to go to Orlando this year. And here's why Halloween it, Horror it. Nights is oh. opening back up in Orlando uh, for uh, nightly. It's going to be a short run, so select night kind of thing through September 3rd through the 31st. Um, and they've announced their first uh, house that they're doing. And that is a Beetlejuice walkthrough. Yeah. And that excites the fucking hell out of me. Um, it says right here uh, Halloween Horror Nights 30 is uh, going to have uh, Beetlejuice coming along for the ride. Uh, he'll torment you as you wander through the checkered board hallways and abandon you uh, to your fate in the Lost Souls room. Uh, he'll menace you through the model graveyard and join the fun of Dante's Inferno. I just want to walk through a giant version of that model city.
0: In mm. the model really graveyard awesome. and
1: all that, that'd be amazing. And then be a part of the famous dinner party scene and witness Beetlejuice's chaotic wedding. It's showtime. Every part of that just sounds awesome. So two,
2: two things here. Did you yeah. say Halloween horror night's 30? Yeah. Like 30 years? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I didn't yeah, know it's that. it's been going been on for a long time. It, so long. it was never um, as big as it is now.
1: It's, it grows, you know, every couple of years, it seems like they make yeah. another jump in size, but um, the other thing was uh
2: you guys, what was the thing that you guys went to that was some sort of Beetlejuice?
3: Uh, oh, that was the um... that was what was that I called? Like scary movies. Yep. L.A. Art Show. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was basically it was a big just big giant art, art exhibit. Art exhibits, and, yep. Okay, I thought that was... recreated sets and stuff.
2: I, okay, I thought that was part of Horror Nights when you guys went, but
3: yeah, nope. that, that sounds really exciting. Yeah. Uh, it will really test my uh, how do I feel about COVID at that time. I know going through like well, a hot, sweaty maze. But here's with the, the thing bunch though, of
1: they might very well announce that for L.A. too, though. It has yet to be. You know, it, we're we're so far in advance. They might, if the response is good, they might do it for L.A. too. So I think keep he your just means.
2: Crossed. I think he just means. I just in mean general, going through though. a maze.
1: Oh, I
3: would like a, I, with a b- I would a bunch of by then those are always hot and sweaty. That's
1: true, but by then though, hopefully we would all would have had a shot if you choose to get the shot, you know, like so that yeah, that, yeah, that's that, true. that takes a lot off of my my head right there. So
3: are I don't, you know, I don't think I'd ever like those mazes that you got like, go through like uh fabric being blown. In so you're like fabric is touching your whole body and your whole face as you're walking through like feels like you're being born again. Yeah, they, they should do that.
1: I I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's the do it. Smeared,
3: and they
2: should actually smear on your face. They should actually just put COVID on it so that <laughs> so that we you know everybody gets it get herd immunity.
3: That's a it's, true scary. You could scary house. Like you could literally it's just like
2: smallpox blankets. <laughs> But it's, it's fun because you're at Halloween Horror Nights.
1: You could literally just have uh, a horror maze, uh, Halloween Horror Nights, where it's just a, it's a big old room the size of a gymnasium. There's 500 actors in there, and the the name of the cave or name of the the mazes. They all have COVID. Get to the other side, and you just gotta <laughs> run through a bunch of fucking people. <laughs> it's like a zombie apocalypse. Only it's the the fucking Corona apocalypse. <laughs> um, all right, James. On uh, on that note, what's new? On blue, sir. <laughs> on, on that note? <laughs> on that note. On the running
2: through a, on a running through a COVID zombie gymnasium note, what's new on Blu-rays? Um, Neil Marshall, director of such gems as Dog Soldiers and The Descent, both movies that we all love, uh, has, a, has a new title out on VOD called The Reckoning, which will be headed to DVD and Blu-ray on April 6th. I don't know a ton about this movie, but I I've seen uh, screen caps and stuff of the dudes in these super dope looking uh, plague masks. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, it's and it. it's Neil Those Marshall masks so just do I'm, it for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm into it regardless. Um, just one more here for you, which is a trio of releases from Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, 1989's Rush Week, directed by Bob Bralver. Bob Bralver. Bob uh, <laughs> 1995's Last <laughs> Gasp, directed by Scott McGinnis, and and uh, 1977's Death Promise, directed by Robert Warmflash. Soak it in for a second.
3: I'm Robert Warmflash, and ba- I'm Bob Bralver. Ba- Bob Bralver and
2: Robert Warmflash. <laughs> Warm flash. That we're is a five. fucking cool Literally, name Literally, we're five. <laughs> uh so you can head over to vinegar Syndrome to learn more about the releases and uh place a pre order if you want to. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I got for blues, bud. That's
1: it, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. I have uh two more bits of news here, uh that I'm gonna get through hopefully relatively quick here. Uh Don Mancini's Chucky is uh coming, I believe, this year, right? This year, so. next year. I don't know, it's coming <laughs> you soon. You tell us, man. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> no, they the actually news. don't have a date on this uh, release here, and I forget what we had mentioned uh, in the past. But Don Mancini's Chucky TV series is coming soon, and uh, we had some casting news this week, which is exciting. And uh, none other than Mr. Devin Sawa has joined oh. the cast of Chucky. Nice. I know, right? Nice. I know. I wonder if he'll bring his idle hands.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: uh
2: you kind of why just you kind of sounded like who did you sound like when you said that was it marky mark (laughs) what i wonder if he'll bring (laughs) did you watch marky 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 mark i don't know you sounded like somebody i wonder if he'll bring his (laughs) His idle hands oh yeah i I, actually i can see what you're saying i wonder if he'll bring his (laughs) idle hands i don't know i don't know maybe he will (laughs) Go ask your mother. Maybe you will. (laughs) Ask your mother about it.
1: All right. uh, And then the last bit of news here. uh, I mentioned Netflix killing the game. And as long as their original content is good, they're going to be fine. Yeah. Well, they made another move, a power move, I will say, with this release. Um,
2: You have. They put their leg up on an (laughs) elevated
1: surface. (laughs) They did. The, so, and so Netflix is a big. Ninety gym. degree angle between Netflix their... did the big gym yeah, and uh, they partnered, made the Power Move partner with the Duffer Brothers. Oh okay? shit! The the creators of Stranger Things, yeah, uh, for a new series, they've partnered the Duffer Brothers with Steven Spielberg. What to adapt a Stephen King book? What called the Talesman the talisman the talisman The talisman <laughs> the t- <Have> you- <laughs> talisman the talisman you- <laughs> that's what
2: that's what they called me in high school man <laughs> <laughs> the talisman <laughs> the uh the
1: talisman have you read the talisman
2: no no i'm no. i'm making my way through the catalog right now but okay, uh, so here's i have not hit the talisman yet
1: Here's what The Talisman is about, and you tell me if this isn't like a match made in heaven. Okay. Uh, in The Talisman, Jack Sawyer, 12 years old, is about to begin the most fantastic journey, an, exult- an, bleh, an exalting, terrifying quest for the mystical talisman, the only thing that can save Jack's dying mother. But to reach his goal, Jack m- must make his way through uh, not only across the breadth of the United States, but also through the wondrous and menacing parallel world of the territories. Uh, in the territories jack finds another realm where the air is so sweet and clear a man can smell a radish being pulled from the ground a mile away Ugh. Imagine what else he could smell. Uh, and a life can be uh, stuffed out instantly in the continuing struggle between good and evil. Uh, here, Jack discovers twinners, reflections of the people he knows on Earth, most notably Queen Laura, the twinner of Jack's own imperiled mother. As Jack flips between worlds, making his way westward toward the redemptive talisman, uh, a sequence of heart-stopping encounters challenges him at every step. If yes. that high fantasy concept of yeah. a story does not fit Steven Spielberg and the Duffer Brothers, and then the beauty of Netflix originals, like I don't know what does. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Like That's this really, is I why the idea that Netflix Twitters. will never go out of business is because they keep doing stuff like this.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I am, I'm, I'm all in for that, man. That sounds great.
1: One thousand percent, right? Hell yeah. Uh, so anyway, though, that is uh, that is your news for this week.
2: All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a little break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about some fucking... (laughs) Roars. (laughs) talks about some (laughs) roars. (laughs) Roars. (laughs) Roars. Just some mischievous (laughs) little kittens. And also some freaky ass African folklore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just too caught up on we're too caught up on the big cats this week. Yeah, this movie th- this is top to, heavy. Yeah, we are also gonna talk about a really awesome movie mm-hmm. that uh involves some, some pretty creepy African folklore.
1: Yes, so. sir. So uh so stick with it. We'll be back in a second
2: all this and more throughout this you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description
1: Hey guys! Back. Hey man, how was your how was your break? Good. Awesome. great. Yeah. yeah. Solid yeah. You saw the world. really. Yeah. What was, your favorite, what was your favorite part about it?
2: Um, communist China.
1: Ooh, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. It's a real, real a pretty, pretty good dope one. place to spend
2: Actually,
3: a day. If <laughs> I may, if I may, I I have a question that I think might prompt an interesting conversation.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: Have either of you guys been to Africa?
1: No. No, but I did once bless the rains. No, no, and wait. I just I just listened to a Weezer song. That that's all I did, <laughs> and a Toto song. But I was going to say at the same time. <laughs> Fun fact: the keyboard player from Toto sort of resents Weezer for covering that song because really? even though even though they gave them permission to do so, Weezer never once acknowledged them. I guess like they just like were dicks about it. But they they covered it and then never gave credit where credit was due. I guess like on some thing they were. I would need to look it up. But the the guy from Toto was miffed at at Weezer. What credit do
3: you need to give? Yeah, it's like clearly a Toto song. Yeah, everybody already already knows that song. song. This is the new Weezer song. (laughs) I don't know. I think or maybe they played live together
1: once and Rivers Cuomo was like super cold to the guy. Like he didn't want him there or something like that. I don't now know. There was, you're, now, there was you're, now you're changing the whole story. Yeah, this is there was. Weezer. You got it, right. sucks. You're right. There was something, though, that happened, though, that the, the keyboard player of Toto was just miffed at Rivers Cuomo. That's the end. That's
3: my story. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting a, conversation. Hey. Like I said. Speaking
1: of, speaking of Africa.
2: Well, you didn't even ask. You didn't even ask Vito. Has he ever been to Africa?
1: Oh. Have you ever been to Africa, Vito? <laughs> Oh no, no.
2: <laughs> You're right. Okay. That did spark an interesting conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of Africa, have either of you guys ever been a uh, victim of a to curse? Africa.
2: Oh, that yes. Yes, that you know. I what have your, been
1: what was your curse?
2: Oh, the curse is just looking too damn good.
1: Ooh, I, I can I can I can understand that curse. I can't it's
2: sort of a no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a blessing. It's sort of a blessing and a curse at the same time, but I deal with it. You know, I you know, I deal with it.
1: You're. Do they also mm-hmm. curse you with uh, that horseshoe you got going on? Is that's a,
2: actually that part of the same? that's actually that's actually considered sort of a a, a sign of power.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah.
2: In
3: his household, yeah. It's
1: good, it's good to know. <laughs> no, it's... It it's me, actually, no, it's con- not. <laughs> it's actually
2: considered a sign of power in my basement right
1: now. <laughs> it's a... Uh, upstairs at his house, it's a sign of poverty, not power. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure James is on the lowest rung of the totem pole in his own house. <laughs> I just walk through the house
2: and my wife and kids just don't respect me. They go, look at this fucking guy in our house this and that's his daughter saying those words <laughs> this, this, this bald <laughs> asshole <laughs> that's why i have this guy look
1: pure, oh, yeah there he is
3: pure raw power
1: what's his name leo it's a, a nice
3: lion painting is it a painting? <laughs> that
1: sounded sarcastic.
2: <laughs> 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 nice lion painting, asshole. <laughs> is it a painting? <laughs> it it is a painting. Yeah. <laughs> tell yeah. tell
1: Mike the uh, tell Vito the story behind that.
2: Uh so this is this was painted in 1975 by my uncle's mother, and uh, if you if ah shit if you could was see Uncle it, Uncle Frog. Uncle Frog, yeah. yeah. Um. If you could see it up close, it's actually like a bunch of individual strokes, and she used this blank canvas as a, um, like whenever she would dip a brush into um, into paint, and she needed just like a little bit of paint on the brush, she would sort of, she would have this empty canvas next to her that she could kind of brush some of the paint off, and then one day, here, let me give you a little, little better look at it. So you That's see how cool. it's like all a bunch of individual strokes and stuff? yeah one day she looked at it and she realized uh, it kind of looks like something so she just turned it into a lion and oh it's no been, way it's been it's a bonus uh, painting yeah That's a bonus <laughs> exactly a bonus painting <laughs> That's so awesome. it hung in my aunt and uncle's house for years and it used to scare the shit out of me because he is very uh kind of creepy looking um who your uncle yeah, <laughs> and uh, it, but then I I I came I I came to love it over the years, and then I and at my wedding he walked up to me and he had this painting in his hand and gave it to yes. me as a we, as a wedding gift. That's so.
3: that's a I love that yeah very cool no,
1: I don't think that I knew that part of the story
3: oh you didn't I knew that, I he, I... I knew that he gave
1: it to you I don't I didn't know that it was at your wedding oh damn I, I thought I told that on the show before no
3: yeah I was he... at
1: your wedding and I don't remember that <laughs> oh was he, it just like I, un... I also don't remember your wedding yeah to being completely honest <laughs> with you I don't
3: <laughs> was it just unwrapped like he handed it to you like um, at the reception mm, I think he
2: I think he had wrapped it and I think he like. Uh, okay. Yeah. It, wait, wait,
1: did he wrap it with pride? <laughs> Come on, I'm here all week.
2: That was gold. That you're was hit, really good. Mike's hitting us with gold tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, he gave it to me and he cried when he gave it to me because my uncle, despite being despite being like he,
3: a
1: frog. He,
2: he despite being a frog.
3: <laughs>
1: Jeez.
2: He, he really he's one of the most sensitive people I know, which is super funny. <laughs>
3: That's like, really sweet. That's cool. I,
2: I know I shouldn't say it's funny that a guy is like in <laughs> touch with his feelings.
3: <laughs> Look
1: at you, you bitch. <laughs> You're crying while you give this to me? No, he's he's he such, didn't, an, he he's didn't such lose an amazing it. guy. He, he didn't lose it, he ribbed it.
3: What? What?
2: That one that <laughs> one. that one went that's over not my head. a
3: pun. You just said <laughs> that's just a body part. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I would go with ribbit.
1: Yeah that that was that was bad. Jeez. Oh, you guys you guys are failing me tonight. Can we talk about the movies please? Yes, let's. <laughs> Jesus. The first movie that we are talking about tonight uh was a blind watch uh for all of us actually. Um we were looking for uh, a secondary movie to go oh, with floor because we, we knew that we were supposed to watch to do it with lore. our eyes closed. We, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um shit. And we ended up following, uh, f- uh, landing on this movie called The Soul Collector, uh, because apparently James didn't want to do Ghost in the Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, Sorry. So, no, I'm actually happy, though. I am a ha- happy because I loved the shit out of this movie. Yeah, um, a good this movie. This was a pleasant surprise. This is uh, called The Soul Collector. Uh, it's from 2019. Uh, also known by the title of just the number eight uh, because of a symbol that is used uh, in the movie, but we'll get there. Uh, directed by Harold Holster. Oh, let's see here.
0: What? <laughs> because,
2: you're, because. You're laughing it, as if Harold I got that Holster. wrong. I don't think I did. Because, oh, Infin- did you Holster? because Infinity is just an eight rocked on its side. What? That's yeah. it. That's yeah. Harold true. Holstler.
1: Uh, the synopsis here An old man fated to collect souls for eternity uh, seeks atonement after trading his daughter's soul. Um, this movie is all about being cursed and what those curses do to you and the things that you carry around while you are cursed. You know, it's uh, it's 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 basically about quite, a tormented man, literally. but done in a very like, horrifying kind of way. And um, I am I the only one that sort of got a bit of like an Ari Aster kind of vibe to this movie? Um, Ari oh. Aster, or who's the other mm. guy that I'm thinking of? Um, who did she uh, got? Who did Hereditary? Beget- was that that Ari was Ari Aster? Aster. Aster. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's another guy that I'm thinking no, of. A- I Eggers, Robert that. Eggers, maybe. Like the with the witch, mm, Maybe. Like sort of sort of yeah, witchy vibes. Bit.
3: Yeah, okay. Cross between,
1: between the two, a little a little from column a, a, little from column B. Um, it, it did remind me of
2: somebody's style of filmmaking, but I I can't really put my finger on it right now. Those are I, I mean also, those
1: I also saw weird mm-hmm. parts of Jennifer Kent in it too, like just weird parts of like the Nightingale or something like that. Maybe because of the history, you know, it's kind of like that uh, that more. <clears throat> Tribal sort of naturalistic, you know, old school story. Sure,
3: I feel like the look, the look of this movie definitely matches the look of the witch. But the mm-hmm. witch was kind of unsaturated, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, deep, very but This one's not, but um, like kind of the same quality.
1: Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. It's a weird. It's it's kind of a weird thing to describe, but I I do understand what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, but just, I actually.
3: Sorry, I I got Dust Devil vibes right off the bat.
1: Yeah. Yes. This
3: kind of
2: like the lone wanderer. Yep. Uh. Um. Like traveling around, taking souls and stuff like that. Kind of. It's the, funny uh, that you
1: mentioned the Dust Devil though, and this is off topic for one, just very quick second. But did you know the connection between Dust Devil and Roar? No, we'll get there. Okay. Okay. Fun, fun stuff. <laughs> that's it's, just cool. funny that, it's just funny that you brought Dust Devil up because it's something that I have in my notes. Wait. Yes. Yes, I do ah, know. Ah, I do ah, know. Okay, but we'll, we'll get, get to that. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Anyway, this isn't so, uh, yeah. is
2: slash cards, guys. So- <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Soul Collector. Uh, you have uh, the main character of Lazarus is played by a guy named Tishmano Sebe. Come I'm on, gonna, help me out here, guys. I'm gonna go out, out here.
2: and say that's wrong. <laughs> Shimano uh, Sebe. Shimano, Shimano Sebe.
1: Yeah, I was close. Okay. Uh, Lazarus is the old man. So Lazarus, his character, uh, he carries around this sack that looks like it's just a bunch of stitched together pelts, basically. And inside that it's, sack, it's a
2: it's a duffel made of uh, like a well constructed
1: leather duffel. <laughs> it looked like human skin though. Just from like, it, it kind of like looked like a big leather version. sack. Just
2: from a just from a leather crafter's <laughs> standpoint, like I would charge somebody maybe twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars for that it bag was a bag. good
3: looking sack Mike like it's, it, a, it's it looked like listen I get it Lazarus
1: had a good looking sack but <laughs> it's it it looked like to me though in certain instances it looked like the duffel version of like Leatherface's mask. Because some of the stitching on it was real real big and deliberate and it was like different pieces of hide <laughs> kind of jigsawed together, you know. That's a style right. though man. I don't know. It's a good
3: style. I see, yeah, it's, I see what you're saying. It's yeah.
2: it's boutique, you know. <laughs>
1: oh, it's boutique.
2: Yeah, it's boutique. That's something that they don't touch on in the movie. But he actually he actually flew to L.A. Oh, picked that up in a now, like a real like a real bougie shop, and then went. What back you got to do, Africa James? To what carry you got to do? His dead daughter around.
1: In it. You what you got to do is you got to start making things out of just the part of the hide that comes from the animal's ass and call it booty teak.
2: Uh. That's called it's called a shell cordovan and it comes from a horse's ass and it's super expensive.
1: So it's booty booty chic. <laughs> it's bo- booty chic. It's it's
2: bo- bougie booty. Booty booty. Bougie, bo- bougie booty. Booty bougie.
1: Love it. Anyway though, Lazarus though carries around this sack and uh, this duffel. And inside the duffel is basically like this demon version of his daughter that yeah. he has to feed souls to. And yeah. the way that they the way that he feeds the souls to them is really really cool. He has like this thing where when someone's dying their soul gets trapped in like a moth. I don't know I didn't know I don't know that I found out on what the exact process was that this happened. But they lose their soul in the form of a moth coming out of their mouth and then he feeds yeah. the moth to his daughter but Be- not before beatboxing. You know, it
2: was just as
3: James saying, not just before beatbox. Basically
2: he basically he beatboxes people to death
3: and then which really threw me off <laughs> like I started laughing <laughs> in the opening scene which <coughs> other than that like I thought was really cool. I, I mean actually, I still like did you, I, I thought the beatboxing. he
1: beatbox. I thought the, he was just clearing his throat. <laughs> <clears> That's <clears> right. <throat> <clears throat> <throat> <throat> did you watch <clears throat> the trailer for this
2: movie uh No. No. The 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 beatboxing so they use his his like throat throat beatboxing that he does in the movie as sort of the overlaid score in the in the uh trailer and it sounds oh. so eerie.
1: The trailer's dope. The trailer's Yeah, the really trailer's really the
2: trailer's amazing. The movie's amazing, but uh, yeah, the movie's great yeah, yeah. The way that they used his sort of beatboxing thing that he does in the trailer was so so good. Um, that's kind of one of the things that sold me on wanting to watch it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so Lazarus is, uh, is a guy without a home. He's kind of wandering around the plains area of Africa. He's in the same, same area. It seems, seems like, like he not travel too that far. Um, yeah. He doesn't travel too far, but there's like a, there's a village, like in, like a, more of a indigenous village that's yeah. nearby. And then Somewhere you also have Africa. this house. Yeah. There's, there's this house. Uh, yeah. This takes place in South Africa, by the way. Uh, so we're going going southern into the continent. Um and there's a house up there that is newly inhabited by William uh the father, and then you have uh, Sarah, his wife, and then Mary, their niece,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, right? He's okay. well, yeah so he's not a father. William yeah, the father. Said, but yeah. Father figure. Husband. He's a father. William right. the husband, Mary the wife,
1: uncle the guardian, aunt
2: husband niece and guardian to yes. uh, to Mary.
1: So I, oh, yeah. I I know that I saw this but what happened to Mary's parents?
3: Um well you don't know for the longest time. You don't know and I know yeah. there was a reveal
1: then, and for some reason it's not coming to me what actually happened. It's not really to
3: her parents. revealed like how they died, but you just know that they're di- dead. Right. Okay. And that's
1: Well one of the things that I loved about this is the character of Mary. There's a theme that we have going on for the last couple of weeks here, where you have really strong young female talent, mm. and Mary in a different way. Like she's not the over-the-top crazy person that like uh, the girl in Psycho Gorman was, for example. Right. But in her own way, Mary is so incredibly strong in this movie, and she strikes me as one of those actresses who, where she's very young. But she looks and acts wise beyond her years, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like she's very grown up in the way mm-hmm. that she acts and the way that she portrays her character. I would, I would agree. And it with was striking.
2: You, I would agree with you, but like, uh, without without being too precocious. Like, uh, like I remember when I I remember when Dakota Fanning was younger. I was annoyed by her because mm-hmm. she was really precocious and i was like like you'd see her you'd see her in interviews and she'd be sitting there like she was like 39 years old and she'd be like well you see the thing about this role was that it really took me to a place in my in my uh, spiritual journey that just i'm like shut up you're 12 you, know? <laughs> you really
1: turned into like a weird old lady <laughs> my <Yeah.
2: spiritual> <laughs> in my spiritual journey in my spiritual journey but yeah so the, this this little girl was I didn't get that from her. I didn't get that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like she was amazing without coming across as precocious. Yeah, Uh, and then
1: you have the uncle who is literally just trying to do his best. This house was left to him and his family. Yeah, and he's there trying to fix it up. I think the intention was originally to sell it. They are going to put it on the market and right. try to sell it. It yeah. seemed
3: like he was going to flip it. Yeah, yeah.
1: so they're there just kind of cleaning up the place, making sure it works, everything else, yada, yada. And uh, he's actually a really kind of good character. He's a good guy. He's trying his best, whatever. Uh, his wife, on the other hand, total cunt. <laughs> Fuck his wife. I'm sorry. She was the worst character in this entire movie, and I couldn't wait until she fucking got her comeuppance. Okay. I could not wait.
2: Okay, hold on for a second. <laughs> Although, Very strong feelings here. Although I agree with you that she came across as sort of canty at times, she was really the one who, in a way, she was. She was ev- right. If if everybody had just listened to her, yeah, then everything it, would have been fine because she was the one who she was the one who got bad vibes from this place from the get. The she only was, one. She was the one who got bad vibes from Lazarus, even though he seemed like a a, a totally lovely human being. Sure, um, Lazarus is the kind of guy. That and, I and Lazarus and Lazarus to be friends was a totally lovely human being. It's to be, just that to he had friends? this. He had this. Uh, what's that? Did you say Lazarus to be friends? <laughs> Did I say to be? Oh, I thought I I heard you say this. He's the type of guy I'd be friends with. To be fair, Lazarus was a totally lovely human being. He just happened to have this awful burden that he was carrying. Yeah. Uh, you know that that manifested as, you know, people being murdered. But um, that's totally fine. (laughs) Whatever. But uh, but if everybody had just listened to to Sarah from the get go.
1: but but this is a this is case in point though. This is a perfect example of Sarah not having very good people skills. Because if she just knew how to actually talk to people, she might have actually been able to explain to them why she didn't feel good about this place or if people liked her, for example. I got the impression that her husband put on a really good husband face, but he fucking hated her too. <laughs> I got that impression. Like, he never wanted to listen to her because she never made herself likable to him. Yeah. You know, she talked down to him in every single scene.
2: She really did. In and a way, it,
1: in a way that was like not only like emasculating, but like just in like a, a you're a shitty person kind yeah, of way. Yeah. yeah you like, know? Why, are you, being, why are you being I hear your what
3: you're saying. I, I agree to a point, but the problem is we didn't see him ever. Like consider what she's saying. Like he poo pooed everything she said. Like and he's like, hey, I kind of feel uncomfortable with this. He's like, no, we're gonna do it. And so because of there was course no, she's because, probably but, had bottled up anger. Well, and that's I why got it's that off that way.
1: You're you're right though, and I got that though because it to me his character was sort of fed up with her from the get go. Yeah. Like he struck me as the kind of character that wanted to come out here for a new beginning because he was so incredibly sick of his life with her beforehand.
3: But that's, that's what I'm the impression convu- that I got. confused by cuz like it seemed like he was going to flip this place but yeah I also got like he wanted to start a new life or something and by the way let me lay the cards on the table I thought this was a very okay movie I didn't love it I didn't hate it but it just it was a decent movie That's mm-hmm. fair, and it seems like you guys liked it more than I did but i probably i think
2: that we're probably both sing, like Mike and I tend to be a little heavy handed on praise and also on hate when it comes to these types of things <laughs> can't be, i would say I, think I, I would say this movie is <clears throat> that I would definitely recommend this movie to anybody to watch yeah. just because I, I personally i love uh I love movies that involve weird folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, I love movies. This movie, uh, this movie felt like kind of a, a slow burn to me. Like you really, you really don't know what's going on until at least the halfway point of the movie, and then even past the halfway point, you don't know exactly where it's going. Like the end to me was kind of a a big shock and sort of it's a amb- I
1: agree. sort a bit of bit
3: ambiguous. In a way, yeah, yeah, um, it's and ambiguous. It's ambiguous
1: until you understand what they were doing and what it was derived from, and then I think you understand it more. James and I, which spent that's a good, a, I'm
3: interested to hear. Yeah, yeah. James and I spent I a didn't... good
1: like hour after we watched it talking about it, which we don't normally do, but we watched this movie together, you know, virtually together, mm-hmm. and uh, and we we kind of got down to some stuff, which I'm happy we did because I'm not sure that we would have come to those conclusions without doing it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think on a, on a scale of one to 10, five being good, right? Five being good, zero being bad, 10 being amazing. Mm-hmm. I give it a six. It's above, it's above average, mm-hmm. but nothing crazy. I would agree with you that like I, I really, really, really liked it. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, there's some people that would put a movie like Hereditary, though, at like a number 10. I'd put Hereditary mm-hmm. probably at like a 6.5, honestly. I loved the movie. Don't get me wrong. I liked it a lot. 6.5 for her. I liked it a lot, but like to me, it's, 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 that's just where it lands for me.
3: I don't know. There's movies I like way more than it. I would put Hereditary higher. However, it was so Fine. depressing. 7. 7. <laughs> that personally, I, I wouldn't. Treat it like a like however rating it deserves. <laughs> sure, like I'm I, I just go too to... depressed watching it. <laughs>
2: um, so so Vito showed some interest in maybe some of the things that we had discussed after we ended the movie. So you want to we... get in, unpack some of that a little bit? Yeah, I I do yeah. want
1: to. Do, do you want to do you want to do a quick run through though, just so that when people are listening, if they haven't seen it, which most people have not seen this movie, right? You want to do yes. like just a really quick so run through about what the movie? So was. the family oh. Oh, and, arrives and, and, at the farmhouse. And, and
2: by the way, just so that you know, you can you can. Find Find this movie on Tubi. The problem yep. with this version, the problem with the version of this movie on Tubi is that um, it's there, sans there subtitles. Is, for there is me. a there is a foreign language. There's a there's sections of this movie that are uh, spoken in a foreign language, and it is native not, language. Uh, oh, is that what? Okay, native language. Yes, oh, James. N- native language. It's not foreign. It's native. It's also well, on it's, it's Prime. Fr- <laughs> it's for it's foreign to us, Mike. Uh
3: it's It's on Amazon Prime in the same way as Tubi. Y- oh, is it really oh, on Oh, really? Prime? Yeah. So uh, so s-
1: Amazon Prime was missing the subtitles as well. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So
3: part of, so part of this
2: movie is in English and part of it is in Swana. Um and the Swana version the Swana sections of the movie on Tubi and apparently Amazon Prime are, are not translated so you're basically left to figuring it out by context clues. Um, however, you can find it on Shudder as well. four ninety nine 99 a month, still waiting on that sponsorship. Uh, and they do have uh, most of the scenes
3: translated. Almost every scene. <laughs> <Except> <laughs> Almost every scene except
2: for, like, a couple of really pivotal, pivotal ones. But, uh, um, you can also, if you really want to, like, nerd deep dive into it, you can look up the script like I did and figure out what's going on in the movie. So, um... Anyway, yeah, Michael no yeah, no, I was uh, just some gonna the, say some like, of the things that we talked about,
1: yeah, before we get to the like I side, quick, quick run through. Uh, family moves into the house. Lazarus is found uh, wandering around the ground, sort of he introduces himself, says, "I used to work for your father on this on this property," and uh, they initially kind of push him away. He then fixes their generator, and uh, then they offer him a place to stay and work for him because he knew his family, yada, 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 right um, lazarus uh he now lives in the uh, barn, basically, yeah. and uh, and and yeah, so they so they become uh, aware of the village next to him, the people that live in the village next to him, and it doesn't go well first at first, or they're kind of, it's very tense, or whatever, and Lazarus tries to bridge the gap. The, the people that live in the village, though, they know who Lazarus is. There's a past there. So there's this whole thing about Lazarus and his past, and how there's this big fire, and his family passed away, and this and that. And this is all build the building blocks towards the girl in the sack, because you don't really know who she is yet. Mm-hmm. She's just there, and he's feeding her these like moths, basically, that are the the, uh, the versions of people's souls.
3: And also the family obviously doesn't know about the person oh, yeah, in the, the sack. Yeah, the family knows nothing <laughs> about it.
1: La- Lazarus is just a helper at this point. He's just he's just, he's just, he's just, he's extra hand around the place to help keep things going. And as the story unfolds, you know, you just it's basically that. It's the story of what happened to him in his past, how everybody's involved and this and that and, you know, I don't want to give I don't want to give everything away because I actually do want people to watch this movie. Mm. I hope that we can build enough intrigue that people want to go watch it because it was good.
2: Well, that being I said, that being said, we might discuss a little bit of uh the rest of the movie as far as the details are concerned because you and I talked about uh, cuz you said that you and I uh we discussed this for like another hour yeah. after we yeah, so, ended up watching it. So,
1: as we always say, we are a spoiler podcast. You should <laughs> know that by now. We're about to get into the spoiler room, uh, spoiler room brawl here. Um, and uh, yeah, so you've been oh, you've been warned. Be yes, Mike. There's a little wrestling uh, reference for you there. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving me the thumbs up. <laughs> um, anyway, though, yeah. So. What was this movie ultimately about? Okay, the first one of the first things that you notice when the when the movie starts this is very familiar music playing. Now, unless you are up on your stage plays and your operas, you might not know it, or you might know it. Ballets, um, Mike. I ballets. knew that it w- ballets. <laughs> ballet. Well, yeah, it's a stage play. Mike it's is just, not. It's up. a it's stage performance.
2: Decidedly not a stage play <laughs> or an opera. It is, in fact, a
3: ballet. If I well, like Mike and not into okay. the ballet. So, if
1: you're into casting ballots, uh, there is a song <laughs> that starts at the beginning of this that might sound familiar to you, might not, uh, but it is the song that we came to realize afterwards. Uh, it is Swan Lake. Uh, you might be familiar with if you're if you're a genre fan. You probably saw Black Swan. It is this, is a song that is in Black Swan a lot. Uh, the whole deal. Um, very very famous song. And so when we started watching this, when yeah, uh, Tchaikovsky. When we were first watching this, I remember telling James, I was like. That music is so familiar, but I can't place it. I don't know what it is, but I know that I've heard it before. Well, they and did, we went the entire movie not knowing what it was. They did
2: an interesting thing in the opening score of the movie where they teased the the main theme uh, mm-hmm. of Swan Lake, and you're like, and and then they changed the last note. Uh-huh. and you're like that sounds a lot like a very famous piece of music but they changed are the they last just, notes. they're so just trying like, to rip yeah. this off <laughs> but then you get to but then you get to a point where the where uh, mary has the music box and, and you're like yeah. oh okay they are trying to weave they're obviously trying that's why it was so important to find out what that piece of music actually was correct because they were trying to weave it it became evident that they were trying to weave a theme from a famous work that everybody knows, or most people know anyway, into the theme uh, of this this movie, um, and in this particular uh, instance, it was Swan Lake. Um, what's the Swan Swan Lake is the name of the the ballet, but what's the name of this actual piece of music
3: that I don't know? It's a, oh, is it
2: just uh, called? I is it just called the Swan Song or something? i like
3: only know it, it might be. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> I'm not sure. Don't
2: know. But, but basic but basic oh go ahead, go ahead.
1: No 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 I was just gonna say it's and, and stop me if you wanted to finish a thought here. I was just gonna say it's Swan Lake mixed with another kind of another story. Yeah. Uh, and that's the story of Faust. Right. Uh story of Faust is a is is used over and over in a lot of different movies. It's basically the battle between good and evil and the and, and one person making a decision based on um it's actually, You're better at explaining this, James. Yeah, it's, Phantom it's, of the it's, paradise. it's essentially, it's essentially, it's essentially
2: like making it like choosing whether or not to make a deal with the devil. I yeah, can, that's yeah. like the that's like the most reductive, mm-hmm. yep, definite or, or ex- explanation that I can give for Faust. Yeah. But that's that's as sense as of Mike paradise.
1: said, "Phantom of the Paradise" is is Faust. He R- oh yeah,
2: writes a Faust song. song. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: it's all there. Um, well, and, the, and
2: then and the, and then so to tie that into the to the Swan Song, the very last scene of Swan Lake is, um, is the 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 Swan who has a choice between continuing to w- w- continuing to be a Swan or dying. Right? Is that how? Because yeah. we, we looked it up. And-
3: um What happens is he professes his love to the wrong swan, the black swan, thinking it's the good swan, Think, okay. Odette. And because of that, she's like, you've just ruined it. Now I'm a swan forever. And they both commit suicide.
2: They both commit suicide.
3: They jump into the lake. And then they're, there's, there's actually several different endings yeah. to the ballet. Sometimes there's a happy ending, a romantic ending, but the original is a tragic ending where they both die in the lake. I didn't know
1: that you were to, such a... a professional of waterfall i looked this up
3: for the show he probably
1: looked
2: up he what he did was he looked up the same thing that we looked up and neither one of us can retain
3: information (laughs) (laughs) and and, very true (laughs) a major theme though is breaking the curse that's swan swan lake is like the theme is breaking this curse because the man who falls in love with her tries to break the curse Mm -hmm. but screws up Mm -hmm. yep
1: And then, and then and the same thing in this movie, you have Lazarus, who's trying to break his curse with his daughter. And he screws up because he sacrifices the daughter, uh, Mary. He basically like is is okay with losing her to save his daughter. And he realizes at the end, there's a really, really great Spoilers. sequence at the end of this movie. Where they're basically uh, a, a thing happens, and la- both Lazarus and Mary... End up basically in what I interpreted as purgatory. Sort of pur- they, were, yeah. they were in between worlds. Right. And what I loved about this scene is the the I don't want to say the cinematography, but like the the look of it, like the yeah. the design. The pink,
3: it had a pink sky. Well, it it was, was
1: black and white. It was in complete. Like, there was like a, yeah. There was like a black de- and
2: desaturation of color, except for like except Lazarus, for the pinks. Lazarus's hair was pink. Yeah, and like it was like
3: a. Every yeah, highlight every silence. highlight
1: was basically pink. It yeah. was replaced with pink. And it made for this really really amazing visual where it was black and white but highlights of color of one color only. And, and it was
2: really fucking cool. And compared to the rest of the movie it was such a striking
1: oh uh, so drastic
2: difference that it really it was it was it was weird and almost sort of uh out of place but at the same time so Cool Perfect. and af- cool yeah. and effective, you know yeah it, um, it
1: really was I didn't expect that from this movie to be honest. I really really didn't when that <clears throat> happened, I was like, whoa, this is a weird like shift in just in tone yeah but but it really wasn't though like it was radical, yes, but it still fit with the movie it was yeah it, it's weird. It's like um, when you put in in music when you put weird ghost notes in that don't feel <laughs> like they belong yet when you listen to it in the context of the into- entire song mm-hmm. it like makes sense you know it was like sure. that kind of a thing
2: yeah yeah um I, honestly i could i could talk about this movie for a, a long time i don't want to right now i agree because i feel like people should just go watch this like even if it's not the greatest movie there's a lot there's kind of a lot to take away from it this is one of those movies where if after the show you the three of us started talking about it we could talk about it for a couple hours
1: let's let's do
3: that um, there's, i have a lot of notes there's a there's a lot <laughs> i didn't touch
2: a, any of my notes either yeah but don't there's worry. a lot going on in this movie there's a lot of shit that we didn't bring up i think it's okay that we didn't bring it up um i like i th- there's tons of stuff that i would love to talk about about this movie but uh, at the same time, I think that people should just watch it and kind of take away from it what they think. Um, I agree. And also, and also, we're probably going to end up talking about Roar for like an hour. So
1: yeah, this <laughs> so might be we, a bit of a longer episode. So Apologies for that. We move dominance. on. So um, yeah, check out though the Soul Collector. We all recommend it. I think right, we're on agreement to that. Oh totally, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's a good it's a good movie. Yeah. Above, I would say even slightly above average movie. Not. You know, nothing to write home about necessarily, but it's good if you like those kind of very um, uh, 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 cerebral sort of horror movies where you kind of got kind of think. It's not just a whole bunch of flashy stuff. You know, it's very very grounded but amazing. Uh, this is the kind of movie for you. Yep. So, definitely recommend it. Um, I'll tell you what, Mike Vito, would you like to do the honors of introducing the next movie?
3: Yes, so we watched Roar from 1981, and it started filming around 1975, was supposed to just take nine months to film, but ended up taking five years.
1: (laughs) I wonder why. Why do you think that is?
3: Well, um, maybe this will answer that. Uh, A (laughs) lot of the writing and directing is credited to the lions and tigers. And mountain lions.
1: <laughs> the thing is, the movie does feel like that, though. This movie does feel like it's a bunch of B roll that they formed a story around. Yeah, because it's probably what it was. Isn't that like to say oh, yeah.
2: to say to say they formed a story around it? And I'm doing heavy air
1: quotes right now. Yeah,
2: there's no story really. <laughs> it's an hour and a half
1: to tell the story of a family of a guy that lives with a bunch of big cats. His family flies in on an airplane. They show up to the house. And There's a whole bunch of big cats and there, and he's not there. And that's it. It's an hour and a half to <laughs> yes. tell that story. Like you so
3: go. So that that tells you anything? They this, get attacked by lions. That's if it. If you
2: if you remove the big cats, this would be this would be a minute and a half long short. <laughs> pretty much. And it would like, be oh, a re- I
3: missed you at the airport. Oh. <laughs> and it would
2: and it would be a really I, 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 it would I, be I. a really boring minute and a half long short.
3: Yeah, I yes. But unfortunately, we also have Robbie and Togar starring in this movie, Togar. who are both ferocious <laughs> lions who are untrained. Every lion in this is untrained, completely real, wild. Not real just quick, every Togar lion. Togar
1: sounds like Togar sounds like somebody that would be in Homestar Runner back in the day. That's very true. Yeah, Or was it Trojar. There was a Trojar. Uh, tro- right? Trognar. Trogdar. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about right yes, now. Yes, <laughs> the Homestar 10. Um.
3: So essentially this movie was made by a real life family yeah. who Noel Marshall, who's the director of this movie, stars in it, and his real life family, Tippi Hedren, who you'd know from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and Marnie, horror, their daughter connection
1: number one. Yes, the birds, that's number the birds. one. Her
3: daughter that? from a different this marriage, Melanie Griffith. Mm-hmm. And their two sons, who I think is John and Joe Marshall,
1: I believe. Uh, John, no, John and Jerry. All Jerry. of their names in this are, with the exception of Noel, Marsh, Noel and no, Tippy. It was John. Everybody has the same name. Mm-hmm. So Noel Marshall plays Hank, and Tippy Hedron plays Madeline. But Melanie plays Melanie. Yeah. Uh, John plays John. Jerry plays Jerry. They right. they all go by their their own names. Right. Um, yes. And then, and then you also, sorry. I to say you also have. Uh, uh, hmm. Why did why did I jump in for this name? Nah. Uh, <laughs> Kailau Mativo. I think Mativo, was, who plays Mativo. I think that was pretty close, actually. Yeah. And then uh, now here was my my other horror connection right here. There's a guy who was part of the the commission or whoever the that the committee that wanted to kill all of the lions. Guy, an actor named Zox Moke. Zox Moke was has been in a ton of stuff. I think it's an absolute. Zakes. A ton of stuff. Zakes, Zakes. Okay, Zakes, that's fair.
2: yeah. Um. Yeah, he's been in a shitload of movies. Oh yeah, dude, um, just
1: like. An...
3: But what are the two big ones, Mike? Um. I mentioned it earlier.
1: I know. What? Oh my god! I know this. Why <laughs> it's can't? It's oh Dust my god. Devil. What is wrong with me?
3: What is wrong with me? And Serpent in the Rainbow.
1: Th- Serpent in the Rainbow. Thank you. God, I could, that, that's one that I was trying to think of. I could not think of the name of it for the life of me. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's actually pretty well known. Like he's, I, I recognize his face, quite frankly. Like mm-hmm. He's got a very recognizable face. Um, and the, the, the fact that he didn't die during the making of this movie, it excites me. That's good. Like, I'm happy for him. Um, anyone
3: died in the making of this it, movie.
1: That's the thing. Everybody should have died during the making of this movie. I, Um, dude, I have heard,
2: I've heard about this movie for years, yeah, and I have listened to you talk about this movie for years,
1: which I'd never even seen it. Yeah, I just knew about. You had
2: basically just told me everything that you knew about it, and I was, and I was always just like, yeah, okay, that sounds crazy, Uh,
1: but I wasn't prepared for just how fucking
2: batshit crazy it
1: is. Here's the thing: all of the blood that you see in this movie is real. Most of <laughs> These it. Are, this, this is not. Most of it is. Well, the the blood on the lions might be fake. The blood on the lions
3: <laughs> is fake, and some of the blood on the the what are they poachers? The committee who the are trying poacher, to kill lions. Those are fake Because too. they,
1: because they, those actors refused from my understanding to even get close to the animals for the most part. There's mm. that one scene in the beginning where they're kind of jumping around the boats.
3: Yeah, they get very that, close to the animals. They do, that. but like that, but later that, on
1: later on in the movie though, they really don't if you pay attention. Yeah, that, scene,
2: that scene. That scene that what the, that scene when the fu- when the committee first shows up and Break. the lions are attacking them in the water. Oh, I see what you're doing. That scene. <laughs>
1: Joke's dead, James. When the well,
2: you wouldn't stop staring at me, so the joke wasn't dead until I fucking acknowledged your feelings. Um, that scene in the beginning of the movie, when the committee shows up and the lions or the ti- I think it's mostly tigers actually that started attacking them yeah. in the water, that was so distressing because I knew that it, it was real, and I'm just like, why are you still filming this?
0: Yeah, this guy, it, this, like, this, this,
2: this, like this tiger is actively trying to drown a person and, yeah, that's and, the and thing. bite his scalp off at the same time. And I'm pretty sure one of the
1: dudes actually had a scalp ripped off. Uh more than more than a couple. <laughs> yeah, more I'm than a couple. Just like why are you still filming this? This is yeah. insane. so let's let's run down the injuries real quick here. Uh, sure. Jan Demont, who Jan. was the Jan uh de Mont. Jan Demont, who was the cinematographer who would go on to direct uh such cinematic classics such as Sorry, such Bont. as Speed speed <laughs> yes the director of speed don't, don't was, chuckle after that dude speed's <laughs> fucking dope the director of speed john and Dumont, twister was, and twister you're right you're right um was the cinematographer on this he got fucking scalp his entire scalp ripped off by yeah. a lion in this movie lion so bit went, um, off
3: his skull yeah i have actually 100 stitches s-
1: over 100 oh i got see i see here over 120 regardless of oh, what whatever. it is it's a fuck ton of stitches yeah um, that were needed to sew his scalp back in place. After medical treatment, DeBont returned to the production a week later to finish his duties. <laughs> Melanie Griffith, the daughter of Noel and Tippy. I'm sorry. The, okay, here's the thing. Let's get into this here. <laughs> if there are people, if, if fucking John Landis is being held responsible for being reckless on the set of Twilight Zone... Right, after all of these years. Well, I
2: mean a guy died though.
1: I get that. Two
2: kids died. I get oh, that. And two children. Yeah, I forgot about that. I get
1: that. But you, you get John that. Landis, John Landis still did not put children his children and wife in a room with a hundred and fifty fucking African lions. No, he well, just put what no, happened. He just, <laughs> no he just put two children under a helicopter. No, what but the thing is this though. what happened on the Twilight Zone <laughs> was an accident. No, no, it was an accident. Whereas what happened in this movie, like, because if you watch The Making of, he didn't give a shit. Like, Noel, Noel did not care. Whenever he, there was stuff going on, he, his answer to everything was keep shooting, keep shooting. Dude. He honestly didn't give a shit. You can tell what but happened here's to the his thing. family.
3: You can. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My, so, in real life, they really lived. So, this was actually filmed in California, at least everything yes. at that house. Yes. They lived there with those lions like yes. they they they're their pets it's like if i did a, a movie with movie. my dog cosmo if he were a vicious lion and i it allowed was, him to they, scalp my face
1: but mm-hmm. they only started doing it though for this movie True. they started living well, with lions like four years before they started shooting yeah. because nobody would give that the trainers wouldn't give them the lions because they thought they
3: were crazy but it wasn't to make a movie. They yes, did it, it because was. they cared about lions. And they no, made the movie to get the word out that these lions You guys you matter. guys
2: are you guys are both right. You guys are both no, in right. The
3: Q&A, in the Q and A. In the Q and A on the Blu-ray,
1: watch it though, because the son, uh what's his name? Uh uh Oh, uh, which, which, which some was it? John, John yeah. yeah, John. He actually talks about. It. He goes, "This started because they had the idea for this. They spent a whole bunch of time out in Africa, and they had this idea for the movie. And when they tried to get a bunch of uh, or a couple of male lions, the, the 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 breeders and the trainers would only give them two at a time because prides typically don't have more than two male lions, adult male lions per pride, because they would fight." And John and John's like, well, no. Like, the parents was like, no, we need at least eight for this movie, and like we won't do it. So that's when they started getting their own, and they started raising them simply for the movie.
3: Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's okay. fucked up. It's, yeah, I didn't hear and that. They, and
1: then they started, and then they started hoarding animals. So basically. they, so they, they really took them from everywhere. So they really,
2: in a, in a, in a, in a way, and not even in a way, but really. <laughs> In the very exact on the nose way, they're sort of super abusive to like they're sort of abusive to these animals. They care like I, I have no doubt that Neil uh, Neil Marshall and Tippy Hedren Noel uh, no sorry Noel Marshall and Tippy Hedren. Car- I keep wanting to ca- say Noel Gallagher,
1: and I know that's not right. <laughs> they
2: they care. They care I keep wanting to say Noel Fielding from uh, fucking uh, what the hell, the Mighty Boosh. Bake um, the cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have no doubt that they care deeply about the conservation of of these animals, but they also they were they were doing something that was so outside of the Outside of what nature, uh, yes, uh, so
1: you had all these
2: outside of the yeah, the typical natural norm of of how lions (laughs) operate within a pride. Well, that it it was sort of abusive, it was sort of abusive to these animals.
1: It was, I agree with you, and it wasn't just lions. The thing is, they had all these different big cats from around the world living together that were not used to living together. There was lions, there was tigers, there was jaguars, there was black panthers, Panthers, there was cougars, they had servals um there oh, was elephants on set there were oh, like th- and none of these animals were used to living together which is completely fucked up well, they, so- they say at the beginning of this movie and at the end this their big point of pride to say that no animals were harmed during the may fuck you yes they were yeah. mentally these animals were fucked up are well, you kidding me well
2: look at there's a couple scenes where there's like two or three full-grown male lions Cornering a full-grown male tiger and just beating yeah. the shit oh, out yeah. of it, and I'm like, dude, that oh, looks yeah. that looks not like this is not. Uh, when I watched this movie, I was like, holy shit! There's like lions and tigers living together harmoniously, but then you you get like mass t- hysteria. You get ten minutes. You get you get ten <laughs> minutes further into the movie, and they're all murdering each other. Yes. And you're like, oh,
3: this is not meant and, to be. Tippy Hedren is pre is- Tiger King. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, so yeah, Tibby Hedron
1: is actually... Uh, Tibby hadron is quoted as saying, we don't blame the cats. At first, we just didn't know enough about them to stay out of trouble. That's her admitting they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah.
3: It's and insane. I'm sorry,
1: that, that leads to abuse. It's, this whole movie is anxiety-ridden for me to watch because of how fucked up the entire thing is. Oh, dude. It's, fu- it's, it's like... It's fucking... It's insane to
2: think that people... And I don't know if I don't know if normal people can do this, but maybe it's
1: because they were famous. Why were they able to get a hold of all, the, all of these animals? Because back then, back then the the trade wasn't regulated. They got them from zoos, they got them from an, uh from circuses. They got them from private people that couldn't take care of. So all of these animals kept coming to them and they were They were coming from some sort of a captive thing, yes, but none of them knew each other. None of them whatever. You were talking earlier about how lions only have, like, two big males per pride. There was, what, 20 of them on fucking set? Like I mean, that might be a bit more. But you wonder why they were always fighting all the time? Like, those animals were fighting because it's what they do territorial. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have fucking, fucking Noel Marshall running in the middle of a goddamn fucking... 10 different uh, male adult lions fighting each other, and he runs into the middle of them, smacking them on the nose, saying, What this guy's fucking certifiably
3: insane. Okay, yeah, so there's actually a story behind the scenes of <laughs> Noel running out naked, covered in blood, with two puncture wounds in his neck, chasing yes. a lion, and he happened to do it in front of 10 Japanese businessmen <laughs> were like, Oh, this is the director/producer.
1: Dude, it's so fucked up. And there's over 150 big cats that lived in that house in that area that they used on set. 150. That, Think about that. that. That's nuts. That is, it is so nuts. It's
2: so, <laughs> it, and it's not like I mean, like you look at. We all watched. We all watched. Um, fuck, Tiger King. You know. Yeah. You you see all of these other. You see Joe Exotic, and you see all the other like that one cult leader dude and stuff at least they have all of the cats in the, the cult leader dude <laughs> in, well, that guy, oh dude that guy is to- I know who you're that, talking about yeah. this guy is no, 100% no, a fault. fucking cult leader <laughs> um they all have their big cats and it's like should they have them maybe not is it like a is it sort of a a moral like super gray area probably but at least they had them in the kind of enclosures that they should be in with the proper number of cats that they should be with. Yep. This whole movie and the fact that they actually lived their lives this way, Yeah. where there was just like hundreds of big cats fucking just
3: doing whatever but they, they in, wanted. They weren't in cages, James.
2: No, they were not. That's what I'm saying. They weren't in cages. They weren't in, like... like, uh, like uh, I love the idea of animals being free, right? Animals should be free.
3: Free to skateboard. Free to skateboard. Free to free, rip up luggage. Free to wander around the hey, neighborhood.
2: If you want a
1: skateboard in the woods. If you want a skateboard in the woods,
2: you should be able to do it. <laughs> no, I love the idea of animals being free. But if you're going to have a situation where animals need to be uh, in captivity, then it has to be done correctly. I and agree. This, this movie is a, a prime example of how you don't do something correctly.
1: Well yeah, but and it comes out as a things... fucking
2: fascinating watch. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, just... I was I was thoroughly entertained watching this movie because I, I was just you... like my like I said earlier my fucking was your jaw crawling? was on the
1: ground, dude. Was your skin crawling when you were watching this movie? Like you were just like, "Oh god." Like you were super uncomfortable to watch at times. Uh like, ridiculously uncomfortable.
2: I don't th- probably not in the same way that yours was. Like the I know scene, I know it, that well, you like There you are were... two
1: scenes in particular, that made my skin crawl. Right? Okay, the first it. one was the first scene where all the businessmen are there, or whatever the committee is there, and the boat sinks. And there's that there's that first big attack scene. Yeah, where like Noel Gallagher's or, again, I keep saying <laughs> Noel Gallagher, the singer, the singer of Oasis was not in this movie. Uh, Noel Marshall is a fucking crazy person, and he's literally crawling out of the water. His head is ripped open. Blood pouring down his face. It was a giant no, puncture no, that wound. Was, that, on was his the, com- that was one of that was committee, committee one of the committee members. guys. Was that one of the committee guys? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Had but, gone,
2: he had gone. in the house because his his hand had a puncture wound, which is yeah, a, which, he, was a, which was a injury, real which is real, yeah,
3: by a lion on the hand, yeah. And he
2: it's insane. And he so there there's a story about uh, about this production where like they Noel Noel uh, I, I want to call him Noel Marshall. Actually, got gangrene.
1: You're my wonder. <laughs> you know what I mean.
2: Um, he got gangrene on the set of this movie because he yeah. had had so many bite injuries from animals that he wasn't properly taken care of. And it was and it was so like and it was perfectly exemplified in that scene because he gets his hand bitten through by a fucking tiger or a lion or something. Tells these tells these dudes in the boats to just like hang tight for a minute while he goes into the house. He walks hey, into the house.
1: Hey, I'll be right back. Hang out with these fucking giant tigers and lions and everything just, else. Just don't totally get in
2: the fine. water because they will drown you and eat your face. And then he goes into the house and there's 30 big cats in the house just waiting for him. And he's ho- he's like stroking their faces with his bloody hand. And then he he goes to... He hears all the commotion outside. And this is all real shit. This is, like, actually happening. He hears the commotion outside. And he's got gauze halfway wrapped around his hand. And the other half of the gauze, like, is trailing away from his hand. And it's trapped under the foot of a fucking lion. Yes. <laughs> and he's actively no. trying to pull it away so he can wrap it around his hand. It's like, no wonder this dude got gangrene, dude. He was He was <laughs> yeah. wrapping his hand in dirty lion gauze and just he's insane yeah. <laughs> you know, traditional traditional like that's, that that's that's my main takeaway from this movie is noel marshall was a, a clinically insane person who somehow got a hold of 150 big cats
1: so Noel and Marshall,
2: then, and then convinced everybody around him that it would be a good idea to put children in a situation where they might be attacked
1: well, by his, untrained his big cats, <laughs> in, in fairness, children, all of his children were over over twenty one when they made this. How um, old was Melanie Griffith? Like no, she was like she was like 18.
3: No, she was like twenty two. Yeah, I look, I look John says age. it in the Q and A. When the when they started released. filming,
1: when the movie was released, you're right. But it took a lot of years. You're right. Yeah, she it was, she was five young.
3: years making it. Ooh, I guess I can't make that. I cannot imagine. Like,
2: and shame on Tippy Hedren, dude, for. Shame on her for putting Melanie Griffith in this situation. You yeah. know
3: what she said? Dude, this is when straight up child abuse. Up. This is yeah. the, this
1: is like reckless abandonment, child abuse. But I read and that this Mel- I, I talk- read
2: that Melanie Griffith didn't want the role at first, and they no, they she actually, left the s- they, actually, they actually, they actually, they actually filmed several of the scenes with another actress, and then yep. Melanie Griffith decided that she wanted to sign
1: on, and she and came then she and- left, and then she left though, citing I don't want to have my face disfigured. And then after a couple, and after, after a certain amount of time, she Oops. came back and then got her fucking face ripped off. Melanie yeah. Griffith had to have facial
3: reconstructive surgery mm-hmm. to save her face. Mm-hmm. In Tippy's words, she goes, "Jesus, it ripped that beautiful little face." Oh my
2: God, that's dude, what in, she said. In, in that's the the of. That sounds like making... something the fucking Joker would say, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What is wrong with you, <laughs> Mike? You got that from the making of, right? Mm-hmm. So, am I the only one that thought when she was saying that, like she was so void of any kind of actual, like, like empathy? Like, like she, she didn't cried care. She when didn't talking care.
3: about how Robbie the lion actually got killed. Yeah, yeah. Which I get it. It's a death. You know, it's not the same as getting your face ripped off. But <sighs> Melanie's her daughter. And she's just like, oh, yeah, rip oh. that beautiful little face. And then Robbie the Lion got shot in the 70s, and she's, like, sobbing.
1: Yeah. Well, even John, one of the sons, the, the older, I think, of the two sons that was yeah. in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even he says that, uh, that Noel was, quote, a fucking asshole for putting us through that. Like, even, that, really. even though John's the biggest proponent of the movie, like he actually talks about it and does the Q and A's and all that more than anybody else. And for the most part, talks very fondly of it. But he's the first to admit that his dad was a complete fucking asshole for putting them through that.
3: However, do you know Noel's contribution to the horror community?
1: I don't think that I do. He was he, the executive chance, producer. Oh, of Exorcist. Sorry, of I didn't Exorcist. know the Exorcist. I did know that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> uh, there was a, your thunder.
2: There was another big one too, wasn't there?
1: There was one more, but it wasn't horror related. Um, no, but it was the Exorcist. Wh- Exorcist Money was one of the movies that paved the way to make this movie because they spent their entire fortune making this movie. Uh, it's been called the biggest flop of a home video ever made.
3: <laughs> yeah, was that's it even this, released in the U.S.? Been. Because I I can only find that it was released in Australia and other places, but not in the U.S. until 2012. I think that it was blocked.
1: I think that it was blocked because of the nature of it, quite frankly. Probably, yeah. Um, So, okay, I I need to get back to this, guys. They talked about, and I mentioned this before, they talked in the beginning and the end of the movie how they pride themselves on not hurting the animals, right? Mm -hmm. And we've already discussed how mentally these animals are fucked up, how socially these animals were fucked up, how confused they were. You have all these animals that, you know, when you train cats and you train big animals like this, you have to approach them with a way of not having fear, and that's how they come to respect you and this and that, right? Well, they even say in the the making of of this is that we had to act afraid, and it was confusing the animals. I'm sorry, I don't want to confuse a fucking thousand pound lion that you know of, of my reaction to them you know sorry um so all this is fucking up these lions enough right there's yeah. a scene where the committee comes back and starts poaching the animals off because they want all of these animals dead now when i was watching this there's some scenes where the animals get shot and they fall over some embankments or whatever right And I'm watching these animals fall over. I'm like, this is not an animal doing like a roll down a hill or anything like that. Like, their bodies are not reacting to these falls. And I'm thinking to myself, they fucking knocked these animals out. They had to have. They had to have fucking put these animals under anesthesia and then rolled them down a hill. And so that was my thought, right? And then I watched the making of, Hmm. and it confirmed everything everything I fucking thought. Is that what, so they, their, that's what they did? Their, their yeah. way of of, of of pushing this off is that, well, every animal needs to be inoculated so it can test their blood and this and that, and it's a, it's a, it's a physical, right? However, once, once they were knocked out, they put them near the edge of a cliff, and then when they pressed <laughs> a play on the camera, they literally pushed Shoving unconscious t- animals over a cliff... And made them tumble down
3: a rock face. Seriously? They 100%. Well, was like a dirt it was a little dirt hill, but yes. It's wow. yeah, I agree. Fuck you. It's messed up. Fuck you,
1: and you didn't harm these animals. fuck you, Noel Gal. not Noel Gallagher. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck you, Noel Marshall. <laughs> fuck you, Tippy Hedron. Fuck you all. No. I don't buy for a second that you gave a shit about these animals because even back then, oh, the 70s was a different time. Yeah. Abuse is abuse. They're just
2: they're just cats. And you Quit know being the difference
3: back then. <laughs> yeah, devil's <laughs> just, advocate, though. I mean, they're lines like, they can take it, you know. I'm they can sorry. take a tumble. I, I wa- they can I was take watching a tumble.
1: Dude, I was watching stuff like that the night. I, I could not get over it. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you claim to love these animals so much, but oh yeah, let's knock them out and throw them over a fucking cliff.
2: Well, are you, would, are you kidding me right now? I would, I would say that this entire movie is like the, the fucking like, the, the, it is, the tippy top like worst kind of exploitation that you could possibly tippy, think of. Tippy <laughs> top. The tippy I get top. I get,
1: I get your joke.
2: <laughs> I don't even get my joke. Explain
1: it to me. <laughs> tippy hedron. I will oh,
2: have to quote. Uh, yes, I totally meant that. <laughs> No, it it's like it, it, it is it is the it is the most it, it, it is the purest form of exploitation that I can possibly think of. Oh yeah. You know, oh, because because it, like when you think of exploitation films, at least when you're talking about human actors, they know what they're getting themselves into.
1: And it's all you're, fake. You're, and it's all and, and it's, it's all, all no, okay, it exa- exactly. exactly nobody exactly. You don't make it's a zombie all, exploitation film by killing somebody and hoping they come back to life. Exactly. Like, it's all <laughs> fake.
2: Like when I when I watched this movie, the two the two big thoughts that went through my mind is I'm watch uh, first of all, I'm watching a shitload of animal abuse. Yeah. And the second was well, there's three things. The second was uh these people are insane, clinically uh-huh. insane. And the third was, I almost feel like I'm watching a like if if it almost felt like you were watching a snuff film. Like especially the kind of kind especially of, yeah. the the scene in the beginning where the committee members show up and that one dude is like relentlessly be, relentlessly being attacked in the water. Uh-huh. And then when they finally pull him out, he's like bleeding from the skull and shit. I'm like, I feel like I'm yeah, I feel like I'm watching. A camera crew aiming their cameras at a guy being murdered by a giant beast of the jungle and just this being was, totally cool with
1: it. This was two steps away from being Faces of Death. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, it, yeah. it was. And Noel Marshall's the line real version in that scene. of Faces of Death. <laughs> In that scene with the committee, Neil Marshall's line is like, what's the matter? Oh, come on. It's just a scratch.
2: You <laughs> a couple of scratches. And they go on. all
3: angry and we're going to kill some lions now. <laughs> yeah. So it's
1: I like, will say this though. There was one sequence in the movie that was straight. So we're talking about how this movie wasn't, or we mentioned before, how one of these movies, this one wasn't really a horror movie, right? I beg to differ. There is one sequence in this movie that I thought was directly, first off, this is a, this is a home invasion movie. Through and through. <laughs> yes. It is. It's a home invasion. It's a home invasion movie, right? I mean, sure, yeah. The, yeah. the killers are lions. <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that. But, but it's
2: a yes, home invasion right. movie.
1: Um, the second thing it's, is this, though. It's burning,
2: um, it's burning bread, except for instead of one tiger, it's 150 lions, tigers. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
3: And elephants. Um, and I
1: elephants. will say this, though. The sequence of... Uh, Robbie, which was the bloody lion, he was like the evil lion. Togar, right? oh Togar, 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 Togar was Togar. badass. He was the dude. bad
3: lion. Yeah, oh.
1: uh, Ronnie was the good lion. He was the Robbie. The, Robbie, Robbie, was the good Robbie. yeah. So Togar though played this lion that was known because he was covered in blood all the time. He was like he was like the uh, the scar basically of. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> scar or the Shea Khan, if you will, of of this movie, um, and there's a sequence in the, about the, the middle of the movie, a little bit maybe the forty percent mark, where the family is getting attacked by him. That sequence is straight out of a slasher flick. The way that they're closing the doors behind him and the doors are getting busted through. It's not an axe being busted through, but it's his paws, yeah, right? Yeah. The way it it is is straight out of a slasher movie. It <laughs> I, really is. I was like, just. 100 percent
2: that entire and i i agree with you 100 but that that scene was uh it went on for probably five minutes and i was like how many different rooms are in this place because the big place in fairness (laughs) it was was a big place but like they went through they went through maybe like eight ten twelve different doors and (laughs) locked themselves in (laughs) 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 and fucking and he just knocked them down and the walls were obviously just made out of like oh, you can see them all moving too. Particle board to, yeah, or something. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> um, so Togar, did you see who who the original owner of Togar was?
1: I thought you <laughs> say the original actor of Togar. No,
2: the original the person who owned the lion who played
1: Togar. Was it uh, Iron I, I No, it
2: was, I looked it up, but I forget. It's Anton Lavey. The uh, the the. The guy who's star- Satanist, yeah, the guy, the guy who started the church, the system. guy yes. who started yeah. the Church of Satan, really, yes, and and he, oh, I
1: like him and, even more now.
2: And he <laughs> lived in like a he lived in like a residential area, and he had this fucking because I I think we can all agree in the movie Togar looks fuck scary as shit, right? Yeah.
3: That he's, li- a Satanist.
2: That li- he's a Satanist. He's a Satanist. He's not only a lion, but he's also a fucking Satanist. That lion looks scary as hell. In, uh, in Anton LaVey, he just had him, he had him like just roaming around his house. This fucking full-sized tiger, dude. Yeah, probably and-
1: roaming around like his sex slaves that he had. Like they're all on leashes, <laughs> they're all in chains. What's the difference between a tiger and a huah, right? Come
2: on. A lion. You know, huah. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah. Not yeah. Not not a not, not a li- Not a tiger. A lion. He's not Mike Sorry.
3: Tyson. <laughs> He's the Church of fair. Satan fair. originator, fair.
2: creator. Um. Uh. yeah, So. Uh. Yeah. That's 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 where Togar came from, which I thought was like super interesting. Um. Yeah, let's let's. It's. Oh. No. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. No. No. no.
1: Honestly, let's talk about the movie itself a little bit. Okay. We've talked about the making of and all the behind the scenes up. Can we talk about how this movie makes no fucking sense? Well, okay.
2: You just contradicted yourself. Well, not contradicted, <laughs> but you basically just like this movie is the behind the scenes.
1: You're not wrong.
2: There is nothing else to this movie other than There's, the behind there the scenes. There
1: are scenes though. There are scenes no. that were the The family runs. The family arrives in Africa, right? And they're going to the house, and they're all excited to see their husband and dad, right? First off, first off, let's point this out. Um, Their dad. This is my first note here. Their dad. uh, They they say about him. I can't believe how fast he split to Africa after he got his grant. What that tells me, your father doesn't fucking care about you, okay? <laughs> he was looking for a reason to leave, and he fucking split, lickety-split, okay? He doesn't care about you. He doesn't want you there, which explains why it took him five fucking days to get back to the house while you're being mauled by fucking lions.
3: <laughs> Wait, tell, so fuck tell off. us that. Tell us what happens. <laughs>
1: No, they they show so up they sh- whatever, they get to the airport, and like no one's there to pick them up. So go, I guess we'll take this bus to the house. They and take why, a bus why to the is house. No one
3: there to pick him up because he was heading to the airport not by a car but by bicycle. <laughs> he, didn't, and he He was, didn't was followed the- by two <laughs> tigers. <laughs> He
1: didn't even head to the airport until after he ran his daily errands for the next two days. <laughs> so finally, he goes to try to pick him up. They're not at the airport. They've been at the house being attacked and killed by lions for four days. He finally shows up seven weeks later. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. You
2: just, you just skipped over that. <laughs> it's even better than what, that. What, what Vito <laughs> just said they showed up at the airport and he knew that he needed to go pick him up. So he goes to one of the villages nearby and bor- he borrows two bikes.
1: <laughs> Which
3: he's riding overnight to get there. Like, what the Ooh. fuck are you doing? He rides a bike and he gets followed by tigers and he's like, oh no, they'll shoot the tigers if we leave them. So you need so he, to stay with the tigers so I can go borrow a car. Because so leaves his, the next yeah. day.
2: So he leaves <laughs> his buddy up in a tree. Happened.
3: He leaves his buddy
2: he, up in a tree and he just says... <laughs> Dangle your feet down, <laughs> and they'll try to eat you alive, and then I'll be and able to I'll get away.
3: Busy.
1: <laughs> and then I'll keep busy. And then when the family, though, is in the house, right, they're terrified of these lions. First off, they're running into the property where there's cougars in the trees. and all the, James, I would not survive this. My, my fucking puma fear, I would oh, not survive dude, this. I'd be, your, I'd be, I'd be
2: destroyed. Your, your puma sense is to be... Fucking destroyed. off the charts, bro. So
1: the family that was running into this house, right? And they go from being terrified of all these animals to hiding in all of these things to this and that. Yet there's scenes where it's like they're all hiding in cabinets, and then the mom's like, "What about your brother?" And like, oh yeah, I'll go get him. And he just goes out of his cabinet and trances <laughs> past a bunch of lions. Like you clearly don't fucking care about the lions. <laughs> like what are you? What are you acting so afraid of? And then they get the person. They go back to him. And then there's like. And the, the walk-in, there was one point where Melanie Griffin was on the ground. They're, they're all running from these lions, like terrified, right? And then Melanie Griffith is on the ground being mauled by a lion. And the brothers walk in, they go oh, what are you doing on the ground? Like, so like you're not afraid that a fucking lion is mauling your sister. Yet the very next scene, they're all running from the lions again. It doesn't make any fucking sense. By, well, by and the that, way, I
3: have to make... Jesus, so I'm Noel sorry, Marshall. I got really worked up just now. I apologize. <laughs> Once Noel Marshall gets a car at the airport and he's like, I got to get home to my family. <laughs> yes. They might be being mauled by lions. He drives <laughs> been like an for idiot. for five days. He drives like an idiot and gets a flat tire on a cliff and almost drives off a cliff and he's got two tigers in his Jeep and he's just just such an idiot. (laughs) This movie makes no fucking sense
1: at all and I love it for it. (laughs) By the way,
3: the son Johnny, when he's hiding in a fridge, which is not a thing you should do because you can I have this quote. I have this quote. (laughs) He gets the lion that's attacking him in the fridge is like clawing at him, and he legit really bites him in the knee uh-huh. <laughs> on film.
2: You see that so many times in this movie. Like you see, like a lot of the injuries that took place throughout the filming of this movie actually made it to the final cut. Of oh yeah, the movie. they're
1: all
3: they're almost all in there. That's like almost like you, all. There's yeah. not not Melanie Griffith and not Tippy Hedren falling off the elephant. That's the only this, thing that I think are like deleted scenes
2: well no there's a scene at the, the there's the one scene uh at the end of the movie where tippy Hedron is on the top of the uh, like basically She's on, on that, the elephant's sh- head yeah and the elephant cocks its trunk off to the right and melanie griffith's leg snaps did you see that what yeah it's yeah, in the her, movie yeah her fuck her leg snaps <laughs> like you no, actually see it, like you actually see it happen cuz she's cuz she's kind of like splayed out across the top of the elephant and the elephant has its trunk wrapped around her right leg and then the elephant goes to adjust its its trunk to the right and her leg snaps in
1: half
3: like you oh can actually God. see it happen There's i got to watch that cuz i did not catch that
1: there's also the scene at the very end where Tippy Hedren, I, I think it's Tippy Hedren, she's on that uh, log that's crossing the river, and yeah. all the lions are walking over. At the very, very end of that, the last lion to walk over, they're trying to get the line to move at the end of it, and that lion clamped down on her head. <laughs> oh, Bites yeah. Her no, head. it just laid down on her back like she's <laughs> well, just no, no, stuck there the, on the log. After that, though, when the cameras were off, it literally clamped down and bit her head. And they, they they said they spent 25 minutes trying to get the lion to release its jaws. No, those are
2: head. those are two separate instances. Oh, was it? Uh, the, oh, the the one that the one that the one that <laughs> bit her head was just a quick bite, but she ended up having to have a bunch of stitches for it. Okay, okay. And okay. then in, and then in an in, in an interview, she's like, "That's really crazy when a lion bites you because it's not only like." The teeth puncture and they hurt, but also those are really strong jaws clamping down on your head. She is it's certifiably like, fucking insane. Yeah, you're an insane I she's person. She's insane.
3: I will but, give this movie credit for if I get bit by a lion on my arm, I know now to push in to the mouth and oh, not yeah, actually,
2: away. I actually you got to get that, that gag reflex going.
1: I actually knew that not because of lions, but for pit bulls. If a pit bull bites you, you're supposed to push your fist into its mouth or whatever you have into its mouth because it'll actually gag it and let it re- and release. That's
2: that's if it bites your fist though.
1: But <laughs> pit bulls are also really fast, so even if you gagged it and let it go, it's probably just gonna bite you in the neck It's, gonna chomp, it's, it's gonna
2: chomp down again.
1: Yeah. No, well, that's, um,
2: that's that's if it bites something that you can jam down its throat though. Like if he gets you by the like forearm. Your dick. You just turn on your boner powers? <laughs> How how'd you kill that pit bull? I choked it with my dick. But then it turns out that your three-inch dick won't make it down there. So <laughs> <laughs> Turns out your girlfriend was lying to you the whole time. It's not a good size.
1: Wait, get it lying the jaws?
3: <laughs> nice.
1: Come on. It's oh, good. A,
3: a real quick horror connection. <laughs> Yes. So the one of the editors of this movie that was on site like even during the flood of 1978 that destroyed the set and ended with the death of like three of the lions sadly. Um he was fresh off the set of Texas Chainsaw Massacre doing sound. Okay. He was Ted Nicolau. The original he later Texas, went What? The original Texas
1: Chainsaw no, yeah, the, the 2003 original. remake, you dumbass.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude.
1: Could have been two. I forget when. I forget when things were made. I forget when things were made. Come on.
3: The original with Toby Hooper, Ted Nicolaou. Yeah. He later directed all the subspecies movies for Full Moon and a bunch of other Full Moon movies. Nice. He worked on this movie.
1: I laugh, but I have a box set sitting right there of all the subspecies
3: <laughs> movies. They're great. They're great. Oh, I've got no, they're
1: a they're not got, they're
2: not I've got a <laughs> I've got a not a horror connection but like a a horror um sort of like a call out in this movie. I I think that there's I, I think that it there was it was not a coincidence that when uh when the family first gets into the house and they're exploring the first room, the first door that Tippy Hedron opens a, a bird swoops at her and she oh, closes yeah. the door really yeah. quick like that you know that was yeah. obviously a, a call Absolutely. out to the bird. She
1: sold all like her wardrobe from the birds for a mint did she? to finance this movie. Oh, oh yeah. Cuz yeah. they were so cuz they were so broke. Yeah. Yep. She sold that they whole were broke bunch of her at jewelry and stuff. She got more emotional about selling her pearls than she did her daughter's face getting ripped off. <laughs> In the making of, I'm not kidding you. She literally <laughs> cried and said, "I can't continue talking about her pearls." But then did not oh, do you're that right. when talking about her fucking daughter getting her face ripped off. That ripped that beautiful Fuck little you, face. Fuck you, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're a goddamn troll. Fuck that's off. A, that's a that's an insane person, dude. Yes, yeah, she is. That's what that is. I, can I end this? We have, to, we have to wrap this up. But can I end it with yeah. one thing? What? There is a scene where one of the sons is getting attacked by lions and he hides in a refrigerator, right? We all know the scene. Yeah, We talked about this. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. And, and he's being literally the entire room is overrun by big cats, which would most kill, most definitely kill him. Right? <laughs> yes. The brother walks in and saves him. And he goes, what a dummy. What kind of jerk hides himself in an ice box? How about well, the kind of fucking jerk that's getting attacked by 70 fucking lions, you moron?
2: Well, that's and true. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that, that was, guy wasn't that guy trapped inside of
1: a locker? Yeah two yes. minutes but before no, that, that was
3: that was a PSA because you could suffocate <laughs> in an icebox. Oh,
1: I'm so sorry. I'm you could. so sorry. They
3: didn't want to get kids thinking, oh, this is a safe place to hide. For fuck's sake. And then suffocating to death. I just thought that was so
1: funny. It's like survival of the
2: fittest is a real thing, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the fittest. Don't hide yourself in a refrigerator. You might eat all the
3: food and then you're not
1: going to be fucking fit. (laughs) If you were Wow.
3: I'd like to say just at the end, like all of a sudden the family they fall asleep in what they think is a safe Ground like yeah. this other building that's nearby, and they just fall asleep on the floor, and they wake up to all the lions and tigers like <laughs> sleeping with them, and they're no, like, oh, they're not so bad, they're friendly, <laughs> and it's all happy and like, oh, wonderful, we love these creatures. I will say this: <laughs>
1: a lot of this movie, because
3: these big cats
1: were trained to be very loving. In all fairness, a no, lot no, of no, 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 these were all they untrained weren't trained. Cats. No no no, these, they were all, all untrained. They 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 were all untrained. Yes, but but they lived with a lot of them though, so they were comfortable with them. Sure. A lot of the scenes in this movie gave off the impression it's like if I were to make a movie where my my loving golden retriever was this crazed animal, right? And every time it jumped on me and licked my face, I had to act as though I was dying. A yeah. lot of the scenes were like that. They really were. And you could kind tell of. that like you could sort of tell that the animals were trying to play. Even though the actor was acting like they were getting killed.
3: Yes. And yeah, I'll I'll say that it's a bit
1: weird. It's a bit weird because obviously they can only do so much, and I Mm -hmm. get that. But the difference is when a lion is
3: playing, it's scary as hell. (laughs) Oh yes, I completely agree
1: with you. But like you can tell (laughs) a couple times when the lions are, they're literally just jumping up to hug which they do a lot you and know, actually even in the background some of the actors are just laughing and smiling when somebody else is acting like they're getting killed like it's yeah. it's a really it's i will say this roar <laughs> is one of the most uneven films i've ever seen in my entire life yeah. it, it makes no sense it shouldn't exist it's abusive to animals as all hell yet i fucking love it and it's i don't know why also also <laughs>
2: abusive to humans
3: yeah, yeah fuck the humans <laughs> it's just an oddity but they'll they, never that would, be no, made like again. no
2: i i agree with you though like i there's when i watch other movies where i know that there were like you know blatant um Blatant abuses against whether it be humans or or animals. I sure. I, I typically I'm just like, Ugh, uh, I don't want to watch it. It's, it's that. awful, right? But there's it something makes you feel there's weird. something so captivating about this movie that I, I'll. This was the first time I've ever watched in it watched it in its entirety. I'll probably watch it again.
1: Oh, um, I would hundred yeah. percent.
2: Just be just absolutely. because it's just because it's absolutely absolutely just batshit crazy, dude. Like I it's it's amazing to see and especially Noel Marshall like watching his character <laughs> he's like a he's like a he's he's the quintessential just crazy person
3: he's a madman he a madman he's somebody not, who somebody like who's so confident
2: with themselves uh, amongst these 500 pound beasts not because not because he's like specially trained in 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 dealing with these situations, but because in his own demented brain, he is one of them. He's
3: he's the lion whisperer, right? And it's fascinating. It's
2: fascinating to watch, dude. It's like it's so, so crazy.
1: I'm gonna leave you with this. Um, Noel Marshall uh, in the making of documentary, they actually meet up with him in old age. Before he passed away, I think in 2010 he passed away. I think yeah, it was. I think so. Um, and, and one thing dawned on me. We talk about how he's a crazy person. I don't feel bad talking ill about the dead because fuck him. He put his entire family in danger. <laughs> he is a combination of Bill Clinton, right? He's Bill Clinton, okay. a bit of Joe Biden, okay. and a lot of Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> that is that is that is no marshall in 2010 that's a
2: lethal combo
3: (laughs) mike tell me i'm wrong though because i know that i don't think i can and i'll quote the movie one of the last lines as he like looks at his children and says isn't this fantastic and all these lions are jumping at them i'm like eating their faces and he's like yeah i don't have to be back in chicago for weeks
1: after after most of these people have suffered horrific injuries yeah it's
3: ridiculous oh my like God. isn't this great no it's not right. none Let's, of this no, is no damn. Let's this is fucking this. not
2: this is decidedly not great
3: i am leaving right now <laughs> and i don't care if i ever see you again well,
1: obviously the dad didn't give a shit if you ever saw them again. So what's the what's the difference, really? Um, okay, let's end this on saying this. Roar is a sight to behold, and it is one of the most fucked up cinematic journeys you will ever go on.
2: I think it's a, I think it's essential viewing for sure. Yeah. I, I
1: would agree. It, it's essential in the sense that you'll never see anything like it. You'll never, never, ever. dude. Check out no, the trailer
3: so, on YouTube, and was, you'll you'll want to see it.
2: It was so. There are no like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it if this movie's production is actually what was actually the catalyst for
1: the Lion King.
2: Um, no, <laughs> was actually the catalyst for like some of the safety measures that they take in 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 in. Uh,
1: I mean, maybe, but this in, movie was. <clears throat> it's it's possible, I suppose, but this movie also wasn't released in the states, so it didn't really. Have a lot of that ridicule,
0: yeah.
3: But Not when right it away, was released in the states in 2015, it <laughs> said no animals were harmed in the making of this film. Bullshit. Seventy cast and crew members were.
1: Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but bullshit on no animals being harmed. I'm sorry, bullshit. I'm pretty sure that I saw a, lo- a zebra that was completely disemboweled <laughs> as they were eating it. That, that was going to happen harmed.
3: anyway, Mike. That was yeah. going to happen but anyway.
1: It was on it's film. A circle of life. But it was on film, therefore it was Elton hard. John has told you. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, they also said in the making of that they used live chickens to lure the lions places. So those yep. chickens died. So guess what? Animals were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> nah, chi- chickens
2: aren't animals, though. They're food.
3: But they didn't feed, feed them the chickens. Hunting. They just we lured go them. <laughs>
2: Did you just do an ICP drive?
0: <laughs> I, <did. laughs>
2: I think that's a great anyway, place to end. I think that's a great a, place to end this episode. It's the,
1: it's the best place to end this episode. Uh, James, tell the good people where we are.
2: Uh you can find us at magnets How the fuck do those work dot <laughs> com? <laughs> Love it. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast.
1: You can find us on Twitter at the Buzzed PC. You can find us on all major streaming sites and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, clearly, you've already found us, so please tell a friend. Uh, we appreciate all the new fans that we can get. And uh, yeah, Vito. You can where find can people find you? you can yeah, find, I don't know. I'm you just can try find, to find me. You
2: can find Vito on the streets of Santa Barbara. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Saving souls,
3: uh, hanging only- out with the. Prince and Princess is the Crimson Messiah.
1: Onlyfans.com dot com set slash ginger. Oh actually Crimson dude Messiah. Will you
2: please start an OnlyFans? <laughs> if not if for no other reason just to just to use that name. Onlyfans dot com slash the Crimson Messiah. <laughs> please perfect. It's perfect. Please, please,
1: please. Uh, James, right. next week we have a fun, fun show. What do we got going next week? Next week uh, is Super Eight and the Hole.
3: Oh, nice! Right?
1: It, not, not to, not to be mistaken with uh, both of the adult films, Super Eight and the <laughs> Hole. Uh, very, <laughs> gonna, very, I, <laughs> very I was going to say,
2: I was going to say that was uh, that was my uh my nickname and your nickname respectively in high school super eight
3: and the, the whole the whole collector the, the, the
2: whole collector <laughs>
1: your joke is way better than mine okay let's end this
2: everybody's joke ever is way better than yours all right you know, uh you're right you're boys, right
1: but uh super eight is a great movie and i am super pumped to watch it next yeah week. i'm super pumped because i've it's been years I've never in the making it. for you years i the seen making.
2: It. i'm very excited uh Dudes, dude, it was a good night. It was fun, very good night. Vito Powa, thank you for joining
1: us, brother.
3: It was a pleasure to be here. Cheers. appreciate you. Don't be a stranger, fella.
2: Yeah, dude, especially Anytime, especially since we're in fucking COVID and lockdown. And just you, you feel free to come on whenever you want. Hell awesome. yeah, awesome. And also,
1: yeah, we get it, James. You know, you just saying. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: love you too, James. <laughs> All right, cheers, boys. Cheers, see ya. Do I press the stop button now?